we are here and it's been a few weeks a little bit because we were at retro world expo then we were filming some stuff and then other things and yeah it's been a week it it's has been a while <laughs> it's been a while it's been a week too it's, it's been, been a, a while it's been well it's been a hell it's been a hell of a week too lots of things going on um so we have stories interesting Why? stories <laughs> we got microsoft we have the uh what do you call it? the we got activision the call of duty deal microsoft so anything going on here we got ps5 update rollouts uh globally with 1440p <laughs> we got the expansion for cyberpunk only going to hit pcs i want an expansion oh <laughs> we also got uh Fabmagoria apocalyptic update and we're going to get into uh a big portion we're going to get into everything uh for anybody who hasn't checked out our footage for World Expo, we're going to get on to how the expo was and what we did um, what we didn't do and what we didn't do yeah <laughs> what we didn't do um and on the other end of the podcast we've got the iphone 14 and the apple watch thing and the whole big event that went on and whatnot so so all that fun stuff and on, along with that we're going to get into the ryzen 7000 which Ooh, if I if I was Intel, I might be a little worried at this point. Uh oh, <laughs> they have pushed really far ahead this time. It's pretty bad. It's uh, yeah, um, but there is help for Intel because with that new deal that was actually recently put forward that we recently passed, which was actually a thanks to our governor, um, the tech deal that happened that, that bill was signed. Um, Intel might actually be able to make, start making their own chips, which would be able to get their costs as low as AMD's. Mm. So because that's why AMD's costs are actually so low. Because and, they make people in like fucking Chinese factories make them. No, in, no, they make them in Taiwan. <laughs> so Taiwan's Taiwan factories. No, Taiwan people are paid pretty well. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm I'm kidding. Taiwan is not China. China yeah. is the devil when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're also going to get into Spotify is going to venture into audiobooks next. So that's going to be. Good. I don't think they're going to do well because a lot of people have tried to take on Audible. They just can't. Audible has too much money in a lot of places and they're back to, and they're owned by amazon now so it's just like it's way you're, you're you're taking on a really big conglomerate at that point um and then we're gonna get into an awesome trailer uh the all quiet on the western front that was released that's going to be coming out soon on netflix movie about world war one <laughs> yeah really i'm good. super psyched it about looks, that it that looks, looks really good. amazing it looks really really good so yeah Especially since the original, like, book is crazy good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Never watched the movie, though, because the movie is, like, 1930s. Or, yeah. Like, they made a movie way, way back for All's Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, they made it. And a... I just can't go, I can't go that far back with a yeah. movie. <laughs> anyway. So, what has everybody been up to since we've last, we're around this round table level, rectangle table? Um... <laughs> I've uh, been playing a lot of League with the guys and working on um, D&D content. Now that all the add-ons are working again, I can start, um, you know, rebuilding all the stuff. And then also almost having a heart attack like a week and a half ago when they announced a ba basically a new Wild Arms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Like, I, I lost my shit. I, Aaron saw me. I was, like, shaking and shit. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's like, that, both those trailers. wild arms, shadow hearts. Oh my god! Yeah, that's it's pretty like, incredible. Uh, it's a done deal, dude. I don't even care about any other games. That's my game list now. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just incredible the games that yeah the things that are coming out. It's like holy shit. Um, so I'm really glad to see that. Like we were talking about that actually with Joe, um, the aesthetic that people are really catching on now, and that's really people are loving that aesthetic which is bringing back the 2d rpg era on well, it's, 2.5D. it's not even just it's not the it's not the they don't need to do 2d uh 0. 0.5 or whatever the it's the idea of going why why can't we do turn-based rpgs and just stylize them like they do with a uh, with persona People yeah. love Persona. You know why people love Persona? Because although everything in the game is cool, the combat is also entertaining because it's um, what do you call it? It's extremely stylized. So yeah. even if it's turn-based, you enjoy playing it. And these people are just starting to realize that. Like you look at what they're doing with the the Shadow Hearts combat, and that looks oh yeah amazing. Oh yeah, it looks yeah, it looks incredible. So, but yeah, and I'll give my take on it because I've realized something after playing Cathedral. Like, and we'll get to that later. But yeah, I don't know what the hell. That oh, is. that 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 okay. one of the games I bought. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I haven't even touched that game yet. I've I've played a handful of yeah. blood and ho blood hockey, yeah. super blood hockey. Um, so I don't know, I've just been waiting to play some battle royale with people, but nobody wants to play. Um, Dude, I wanted to play Super People the other day, and I turned it on, and the servers wore off, and I was like, God damn when it! When are they going to release the damn game? It's September now. <laughs> well, apparently now we're getting set for early access. I don't I don't understand. Just drop the game. You have like a million players. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I haven't played anything recently, except for when we were at the convention. Uh, I've been recording music, so. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been up to. <laughs> um, uh, so I've been playing Cathedral. Somehow you won, but I, 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 oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got to find another copy of that game. That's, you got a half copy of <laughs> yeah, Player so, Two. So Bazinga had lost his uh, the the NBA champs championships the second year in a row. He wasn't able to take his title. We're gonna back. have to make it a, a, a legitimate thing, not just one game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So taking his title back because I won the second game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyway, but no, Cathedral is what I've mostly been playing, and that game is really good. And it's is really it? so it's a mix. It's a Metrovania mixed with Ghouls and Ghosts, and a little bit of Mario thrown in there. Mm. Somehow, I don't know how they did that. It's a uh, me, a Ghouls and Ghost. Um, but really, the one thing, and the other game is actually really good. I can't remember the name of it, but anyway. Um, it's actually really like, game the other the game, game the second game from yeah, that? yeah, the other game I got. Um, then so it really like as far as like games go, you like you I don't they're need, premium. You do <laughs> not need like some super flashy graphics. You make good content, and you make a good game, and there you go. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean, and a variety of content. Don't make your game too short. Don't make obviously. You know what I mean, it, 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 I I prefer a long game, but some people don't. That's up to them. Anyway. Um, but yeah, no, it's just generally a really well put together game. Yeah. You know I mean, and it feels like playing an NES game. So actually it feels more like playing an SNES game. It was funny cause they were trying, cause it's marketing. Like the packaging that comes in is an NES box. I uh, thought that one was an SNES box. No, it was an NES box. Oh. The, it's the packaging that one comes in is an NES box. Um, 
because oh because because the guy was when we were interviewing oh because it looks more like NES and I'm like actually it doesn't actually and I was comparing it to some shots of uh, um, other SNES games and it looks like an SNES game huh. it looks like a Super Nintendo game yeah, yeah, yeah um so yeah but that's I mean it's their choice it's their aesthetic they're just trying to sell a box pretty much for the most part um yeah my box came separately <laughs> yeah you had to buy your box separately <coughs> oh, I'm dying over here anyway. <coughs> Oh, but yeah, Super Blood Hockey, actually, I did, because I, I bought it digitally and was playing it. And that's actually pretty fun. It's like you can set how much blood you want, and the <laughs> highest amount is excessive. <laughs> so, yeah, it was... Well, duh. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's pretty brutal. And instead of, like, it's an interesting game, because it's it plays like an NES hockey game. Okay. Um, Like, pretty much like the game Ice Hockey on, SN on NES. It plays like... But uh, when you get into a fight, the whole team gets into a fight. <laughs> and then the fight is broken up, and they don't put people like, oh, you're, you're, you go back, you go to the box for roughing. No, you go back and play. The people that got the shit kicked out of them get to lay around on the floor bleeding to death while you finish the game. There we go. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, that's exactly how it should be. I mean, that's how real hockey is. That's that's how the Philadelphia Flyers would want it that way. Yeah, but the Philadelphia the fighting Flyers, Flyers are trash. The like fight... like my, like the Toronto Maple Leafs are trash. Well, well no, I'm talking about when the fighting Flyers, but when they were like literally, they just beat the shit out of people. That's what they were known for. Wow. Um, in the seventies. Well, eventually we're gonna do a, a video on that. Uh, Rob time. Zombie wants actually he's been wanting to do a documentary on the Philadelphia Fighting Flyers for a long time. I'm really hope he eventually does. Because uh, that'd be a really cool documentary. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so that's what I've been doing, and uh, actually, I've been playing actually Modern Warfare uh, a little bit multiplayer, just to getting ready for Modern Warfare Two. It's around the corner. Yeah, I, it's soon. I want to pre-order it. Yeah, because I don't know. And the open beta is at the end of the month, I think. Oh, is it? Well, it uh, is September and then, already. Uh, yeah, like, the open, uh, yeah, the open beta is at the end of the month. Um, then early access for people that pre-ordered it is in the third week or second week of October, something like that. They get access to it, and then everybody else at the end of the month. Something like that. I don't know what but yeah. So, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Because uh, it's all the same developers for the first one, so we'll see. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Sony's Jim Ryan says, Microsoft Call of Duty promise was inadequate on many levels. Why was it so inadequate? As Microsoft's trying to corner um, the market on Call of Duty because they can't compete in any other market, so they're trying to well, yeah. basically monopoly their way to victory. Yeah, the CEO, Jim Ryan, has uh, revealed that Microsoft offered to keep uh, Call of Duty available on PlayStation for three years beyond its current act what do you got? Activision uh, deal, pretty much. Uh, after almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account for the impact on their gamers, uh, Ryan told uh, GameInquiry.biz, I guess. So. Plus, as of now, um, Sony has, like, pending cases or something. Like, there are boards in reviewing whether or not they're going to allow the purchase through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. So, why would Sony do that now? Like. Yeah. Yeah, last yeah there's last. A, yeah. There's a very good chance Microsoft doesn't get this because it would be considered monopolization. Yeah, last week uh, the UK uh, uh, Commission Authority uh, said that the, was concerned that the Microsoft 
$68.7 billion Activision Blizzard acquisition uh, could harm rivals by shutting out, what do you call them out in popular games like Call of Duty, uh, World of Warcraft. Um, Xbox chief uh, Phil Spencer successfully responded to by saying the company made a deal with Sony to keep uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation for several more years uh, in an offer that goes well beyond the typical uh, game industry agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know. Like, like, yeah, it's a scam. Yeah, that, that's one hundred percent a scam. Yeah, and so basically, like, that's not going to do anything. Yeah, and basically, uh, and I'm sure, like these, like <laughs> I would love to see the meeting <laughs> between like Phil Spencer, and, like these Japanese guys, along with like, what are you talking about? This isn't the this isn't a monopoly on this type of game. It's the only one that's successful right now. Oh yeah, because yeah. <laughs> Battlefield did that this year yeah yeah so uh, well well no well the thing is though like they know like vanguard did terrible um cold war did okay and i think that it was got mo- better only mostly because of the theme because people love the theme um that's a big reason uh i think people are done with the world war ii crap yeah um it's just it's funny because people get annoyed they're like oh i tried this future stuff but you're tired of the current day stuff, and you're tired of the World War II stuff. What the hell do you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want more future stuff. Like that's my thing. But but you didn't like uh, the future games. I did like the future games. You did? Yeah. I just I'm not sure about you know, the whole wall riding stuff, which was okay. It wasn't a big deal. Well, uh, no. Okay, okay. So I think so. It's I I think they went too excessive with it because I think you the, couldn't hit people. Well, no, no, because <laughs> they were like bouncing off the wall. Yeah, no, that was fine. I didn't mind that, but I no. think they went a little far with the mechanic. Uh, when I think they hit their peak and all they had to do is tweak it and make it run a little better uh, was in, uh, what do you call it? Call of Duty uh, Advanced Warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. The, the suits were there. They weren't over the top. They were kind of just a little bit extra, yeah. which was fine. But then they went way overboard with it. And then at, it seems like the level design in that game was okay. And then the level design turned into garbage. I don't even know what they were thinking. All I can say in the uh, the other one, the one, the Infinite Warfare or whatever, the yeah. one that nobody played. Oh yeah, that bombed really hard, dude. The the story mode with the when you're in space is pretty intense. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it, it's really cool. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, no, they um, and it's funny because they know their staples because, and I guarantee they know Call of Duty because all these these are all the same developers that made Modern Warfare. Well, the new Modern Warfare. Um, oh yeah, yeah, in Modern Warfare too. And it's going to hit really hard. Like, and I this is the thing. I know a bunch of people that still play that version. They they will not touch Cold War and they did not touch Vanguard. Um, they've tried it and they were like, no, it doesn't feel the same. It really doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't feel the same. The mechanics like Modern Warfare feels way more smoothed out. It feels like the mechanics are very like that's gone how, over with that's a, how with a fine uh, Cold War comb. feels now. Okay, but Vanguard. There's oh, Vanguard something is, wrong with it. It just Vanguard's so terrible. There was something weird because I was I played the you know the free, and it was just. Nuts. But even some of the textures, like if you actually pay attention, just stop looking. In some level, some of the textures are terrible. Really, it's like guys, this is supposed to be a new game. Like I'm not yeah, sure well, who developed this, but you suck. I'm look, I'm <laughs> not a I'm not a Call of Duty guy. I think the game's a lazy shit. They've been lazy shit for an extremely long time. But realistically. No, Microsoft is trying to 
make the biggest monopoly they can possibly do. That's why they oh, bought yeah. Bethesda, and then they went to Activision. Their goal is to throw money at the problem so they can claim the num- they're like the best gaming system in the market without actually earning it. And I hope, I hope these people smash. It sounds like game. another company I know. Hmm. Like Versus I truly Amazon. hope these. <laughs> I truly hope these people smash the deal. And these Xbox fanboys who don't understand are blind as shit because all they have to do is look at like like you said like Amazon. Yeah, buying up everything, and now you look at their TV shows, and most of their shows are average crap at best. And they're just throwing money at everything because money makes it better, right? Yeah. Like oh. money just makes everything better. Yeah, money makes the the trouble go away, right? Yeah, yeah money makes money well, makes everything boy. better. Microsoft it, it, spends a billion dollars on on Blizzard Entertainment and Activision. That's going to make all the games better, right? Yeah, well, then the being thing- the only one. It's just stupid. Well, with well, the thing is though, um, uh, Ty and uh, his name Corey Jane. Anyway, the guys who wrote the Expanse, because um, they've gone on plenty of interviews since the show has been over and the book series is over, and they said that was the best experience they had because they said nobody questioned any of their decision from Amazon for the show. They they, they whenever they needed something, Amazon was like, "Yeah, here's a check, go for it." For what show? For the Expanse. They let them. They let the writers of the show dictate exactly yeah, how that show that, is going. Nate, Nate, that that doesn't necessarily mean a good thing. That could be good or bad, depending on the people who lead the show. No, but no, this is the book writers. They were able to actually. Yeah, exactly. The show. They're the ones. They're the ones in charge of the show. So Amazon gives them a blank check and they do it right. But yeah. if Amazon turns around and gives someone a blank check, like the people who did fucking Wheel of Time, <laughs> and it comes out like shit from my anus, <laughs> that makes it bad. Yeah. Um, no, but, there's no ah, Nate. Like you can defend that crappy Lord of the Rings. It's not terrible. It's okay. You still cannot defend the Wheel of Time. It is uh, barely the Wheel of Time. It's only names and a couple locations. Well, That's how far off from the books they are. Well, it's like they they heard of a book and then they went and wrote the story themselves. I I've rewatched that a few times now, and I don't like the last three episodes. And if you look at what when they were shooting, what they were shooting for production they really should have just said guess what it's going to be another year till the show comes out because they tried to shoot that during the worst of the pandemic and that's why the scenes were so terrible i was watching some of the making i'm like they wouldn't even yeah, let but the it's actors... not just the scenes it's the writing dude no i know but they wouldn't even let the actors stand near each other it was pretty terrible it's like guys you just need to delay this for a year it's not bad just delay the show for another year it's okay it is bad no <laughs> no but like that they were making decisions based on what they had to deal with instead of just delaying the show they, they literally, but that's my point. They, if, if for, so for example, if you got someone to do like Stormlight Archives on Amazon and they gave them a billion dollars to do it and it was someone who was mad passionate about the, the books and Brandon Sanderson and they sat down and they didn't screw with it. They were like, we're going to make it as close to the books as possible knowing we have to cut some time, some like character building out, but we're going to follow the book story possible. It'd be amazing, but if you did the same thing and you hired some asshole like Ron Johnson, Jensen, or whatever his name is, from Star Wars, who has no respect for the, the, the material, you'd end up with Kaladin being, like, in the, in, like, Bridge 4 for half an episode, and then it would just tell you how important Bridge 4 was to him. Yeah, um, no, but Brandon Sanderson said that he will be, he does want to eventually get that, but it, it'll be... He is going to be 100% involved, and it's going to be... He said he already has the idea of how that contract's going to go, and he is going to pretty much be the end-all to everything decision that they make. It, it's if, always it, stupid it to me. It's always stupid to me, too, when they say yeah. they need to cut stuff, like with the Amazon thing. Yeah. 
they spent a lot of money in real time. Oh, yeah. And they're like, but we had to cut stuff because we only had eight episodes. How did you only have eight episodes? With a budget that big, you could have cut the budget on every episode a little bit. And you could have fit four more episodes. And then you could have told the story of the book without the two books without trouble. Mm. You blew a ton of like they must have spent god awful amount of money on random shit that didn't matter. Yeah, and well, the thing is though, it's crazy because they only spent ten percent of what Rings of Power spent. Rings of Power is just as bad when it comes to the idea that they spent a billion dollars. Yeah, and it doesn't look as good as a billion. Like they, someone there, it looks they give him blank checks, and it, the people running the shows with those blank checks. Are just throwing money away. It, it looks pretty beautiful, but that's we'll get to that later, though. Well, let's get into the next topic. But though. you get my point. Yeah, it, it's almost as if like you remember how JRPGs on Super Nintendo and PlayStation were great because the tech was so low. Yeah, they had to work within these. Conf- that's what it is. They're giving them free money, and then the response is they're blowing all the money, and they don't have to be creative at all. And what happens is you end up with a bland, boring show. Yeah, yeah. that has bad story writing, like the Wheel of Time, the biggest curse in the history of TV to me. So. PS5, so more Sony news here. So PS5 update rolls out the globally 1440p support, uh, seamless, and new party features. 1440p for your QHD. Yeah, I don't. I haven't played my PlayStation 5 in a little bit. <laughs> a D&D work, dude. Like, that's really what it is. It's not that I don't want to. I have games up the ass that I can play because I subscribe to the thing. Mm-hmm. But it's just like working on D and D takes a lot of time. Mm. It's a lot of fun to do. Yeah. So they did point and out. I've that been it, built. Yeah. I've been thinking about the side campaign thing for a while that we're working on. Yeah. So the one thing they said is you will see a drop in frame rates though for the fourteen forty p. Really? Yes. Well, you're gonna see it in everything. They'll tell yeah. you you're not gonna see it on like Xbox, but you are. Yeah. Because these these systems are just like. They're trying to shoot for the moon with that stuff. You know how they claim like 8K across the board and all that shit? Oh, yeah. Well, they claimed 4K they... with the PlayStation 4. Yeah. In the Xbox. Like and that ne- only really certain no. games no. will do that. It's just the market. There's no way point. you're doing that with those systems. Now, certain games why would will there do be a, a, a drop in frame rate? Because it takes more power. Okay, so, okay, if you notice, so the, P, uh, the PS5, the newer models are coming out. They've redesigned it so the heat, dis- heat distribution is better. A third time? Yeah, they've done it three times now. Yeah. They've redesigned the heat sink so the heat distribution is better. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, they're obviously getting ready for this, too, um, because it's going to cause the system to heat up quite a bit. And they can only push it so far because, um, granted, you could hack the system and overclock it and get easily good frame rate at 4040p and look beautiful. But the problem is you're going to lessen the life of that chip severely. Yeah, but why are you get, why if it does 4K 60? Why would you lose it if it was 4K? Because what they're saying is not every game. Yeah, well, no, I know they, that. They, they, they I know just that. use it as a marketing ploy. The reality yeah. is it won't be every game, but mm-hmm. they're saying that it can do it because it can. Yeah. It, it, it's just certain games will be able to do it and some won't. Yeah, it depends on how much how much pressure is going to be put on the system for the game to do it. And Sony's not going to allow games to push the system beyond what they consider safe limits for the chip. Yeah, but like if if, if this game A can play 4K 60, yeah. why wouldn't it be able to play 1440p 60? Well, that's a different story. That's yeah. what I'm they're talking just saying about. Expect, yeah. They're saying expect drops. For people who are going to go in with, like, Horizon and expect to turn it up to that thing and mm-hmm. have nothing happen. Yeah. Because 4K is That's better all they're than saying. 50, uh, yeah. 
1440. They're just warning you that like you're not going to get the same frame rates playing the nasty games. Mm-hmm. So, so they should say that with the, the 4K ones too. Yeah, I, I'm guessing you're in. A, it probably won't be with the 60. You'll see the frame rate drop for 120. Well, yeah, yeah. that's where you're going to see the frame rate drop. I don't even. Does it? Does it? It does. Does it do 4K 120? Uh, according to, well, it does 1440 yeah, 120 according to this? Yeah, yeah, but. Um, I think they'll definitely see frame rate drops. There's no way that system would literally melt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even with the liquid metal, which does a great job, but it's not good enough to keep the. You'd have to put a liquid cooler on this damn thing, which actually some people have done. <laughs> um, that's what I would probably do. I would probably use it on like this monitor or something. Yeah. Um, it was funny because like. The Xbox 360, you know how I had that, uh, I know I brought this up once before, the, uh, the RGB cable? Yeah. The, like the old serial port type? Mm-hmm. That looked way better. It was insane how good that looked plugged into oh, a monitor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy yeah. crap. And then you'd have to plug it into, like, speakers or something like that, but it looked way better than, like, a, a 1080p TV. Oh, yeah, well, TVs are not, like, they're... A monitor is just so much more better designed. Yeah, oh, than it it's looked, in the it TV. Great. Oh, uh, like, they're wow. so much better. They're designed so much better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it is literally night and day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the folder games uh, you can have up to fifteen in the game list with a hundred games, each that include a max of max digital and the uh, disc games. Other new features, including ability to request share screens. Uh, from the follow party, view new friends uh, profiles and review notifications to help you join friends. Games from the party chat. Well, that's just kind of cool. A new feature in preview in the UK and the US. Meanwhile, I'll let you do YouTube searches using voice commands. It's funny how they add like file management when you yeah. can fit like two games in the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that, that shit drives me crazy. Even like with Xbox, it doesn't matter. Like that's why I don't play the consoles that often because I don't have the space. To, to install a new game. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. Like, you can only have, like, five games on there. Well, okay, yeah. Unless you upgrade it. Like, I have, like... Well, yeah. I don't want to spend more money on the freaking hard drive, though. That's... Yeah. Um, and then it takes, like, an hour to download a game, depending on the size. Well, yeah. You can't install from the disc anymore. You just The disc is just a disc to say, hey, I got it. Here, download it. Pretty much. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much what it is. It's like, yeah, physical media is great and i i miss it but our physical media today is it's just case shelf candy (laughs) it's that weird halfway thing that's like yeah uh yeah um i would say the only good thing about physical media right now is most time you can actually find a deal on physical media compared to digital yeah yeah. that's the only thing unless it's on the computer because yeah you can find it (laughs) oh yeah there are some like there's deals all the time but yeah online yeah yeah yeah. i'm talking about like yeah you can't go to the store and really buy computer stuff uh games anymore you can no. buy like a steam card or no. maybe a card that has the game on it like a code yeah, for you the can game do that, or something yeah. like that but no. you get no more big box games yeah no well limited run's been doing it have they for pc yeah, yeah. they've been doing oh, they've, done gotta, a, they've done a few i look into that and then there's another uh there's another uh site uh that metal jesus actually featured uh one time that does big box games uh for new computer games it's like li- they're like limited run i can't remember the name of them though mm-hmm. um and obviously, we have that game, that company we talked about, Premium Edition, which does not PC games, but they do uh, boxes for digital versions of games for Switch. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that's it's neat. That's a cool. Just update. open the window. Why? Mm-hmm. 
Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, so we got the first major Cyberpunk 2077 expansion, but it won't come to PS4 or Xbox One. What? Why not? Because they shouldn't have released the game on those systems to begin with. That's why. Anyway. <laughs> How about no? How about instead of an expansion, you take all those cool a- assets and you turn it into a tabletop simulator? That'd be cool, too. No. Uh, um, so, yes. No, I'm good. <laughs> You've already got your. You got what you wanted. You got your stupid fucking first person one. Now us actual cyberpunk fans who are fans of the books want something that we can build worlds for people to play. I, I want the. I want the multiplayer cyberpunk that they said there was. With, oh, the co-op yeah. cyberpunk. The co-op That's cyberpunk. What I want. Um. So Night City is going to get bigger next year with Phantom Liberty, an expansion adding new characters at a fresh location in Cyberpunk 2077. It's a spy thriller starring V, the game protagonist, and Johnny Silverhand, the ghostly character played by Keanu Reeves. And it's involved in espionage I have, with I the New played, United States of America. I haven't even played it long enough to even see him. Oh, you, what the <laughs> hell? That's not, like 10 minutes. Fucking... No, no, no. I've been play, I played it like, like, a, like an hour. At least they're not dicking us with, like, we're going to change the lead character and all this other bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, side which side I totally um, expected no. was going to happen. Yeah, and I okay, so I get it, they would have lost market share, but at this point, I personally think um, they really shouldn't have released it on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, they should have just said, Sorry, we've tested it over and over again. The systems are just not powerful enough to run this game. Mm-hmm. We would rather you guys have a better experience than have a poor experience. Yeah, you know what I mean? But oh well. Uh, so the CD Project Red uh, discussion for two. Uh, drop last gen consoles support isn't surprising considering difficulty developing had the functionality of the game for the last platform Spider-Punk has received uh, plenty of patches since release in December 2020 uh, with most of the focus fixing on issues in these games performances it is incredibly buggy and unplayable yeah it's <laughs> it is, it's still from what I know people that actually got it on PS4 they still say it runs terrible um, on that system even after all the patches it really just it wasn't meant to be on that system it just doesn't have the power to do it um so anyway. it's like they're making a an anime or something yeah we'll hit netflix on september 13th uh and the game update will live right now uh patch 1.6 is known as um the edge runners update yes yeah huh elder ring elden rings actually got a manga now which is funny it's a comedy too anyway that's just a side note. That's that just, doesn't make any fucking sense. It, 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 yeah, it's pretty. There's it, nothing happy-go-lucky comedy about that fucking game. I'm surprised it's not a dating simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Elden Ring expansion, the dating simulator. <laughs> well, they made one for uh, Dead by Daylight. I know, I know, I know, I know. That was just goofy. Uh, so due to some technical challenges. Um, these uh, this change isn't available on the previous generations of consoles. The update blog read uh, to get around these challenges in the future patches. Uh, CD Projekt Red is halting work on previous gen consoles. Patch 1.6 will be the last for Xbox One and PS4. So yeah, unfortunately, guys, you guys are locked out. Um, I know. Um, I don't know about PlayStation, but I know Xbox was issuing people. Uh, who bought it credits for the store. Oh, yeah. That was a while ago, though. No, this is fairly... They they were all doing something with it. Um, Because once this came out, they were... I don't know if Sony is doing anything. I think they should. 
um, because basically they're not going to be able to get an expansion of this game. It's, it's well, they the can't game, even play the game, the game as not, it is anyway. Yeah, I know, I know. It's it's pretty bad. Like I don't even like. Ugh. See, Project Red does a good job most of the time. It's just one of those things they just missed, and I'm sure it was because of the market share and everything. Then nobody was going to allow it not to get released on that because they would have lost revenue because the marketing campaign was already there. All these other things in play when they could have just, you know, I mean, cut their losses yeah. and avoided the bad publicity. But that's what it is. Okay. Okay. Kinetics game teasers upcoming. Fabmagoria's apocalyptic update. So, what is this apocalyptic update? So they're, they're going to break the game. It's phasmophobia. <laughs> phasmophobia. It's phasmagoria, you fucking idiots. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, no, it's not. It's phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. Yeah, it is phasmophobia. <laughs> There's another phas game? Who is naming this shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh... It can play, be played in VR, too, by the way. Oh, that's good. Um, so they're adding a bunch of different... Uh, newer maps but smaller maps because the bigger maps are just too big um oh i guess there's a four player speed run jesus oh, dear. let's see here can't read from here uh the game still gets its fair share of criticisms but because it, it's one of those uh games that gets better over time you know those service type games, because uh, it was well, really buggy there's a, there's and graphics a ton, sucked. But there's a ton, ton, ton of games doing that now. But it's like a, 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 a it's a ghost hunting game. Yeah, like our ghost hunter, you get the 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 walkies and the cameras and all that shit. Yeah, but like you get you got to hide from them. They lock the doors, and then you get taken over and you die, and mm. then you're a ghost and you can pick shit up. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> there's another game that came out, but it's like you're in Egypt and you're in like. You're a mummy, and you're like chasing them around and stuff. It's pretty funny. Uh, but it's a cooperative teamwork gameplay mechanic with paranormal scares. Uh, they're promising substantial changes to implement and implementations coming to the game. Uh, where's the freaking info? Sig significant improvements to the game, which being teased trailer. The next major patch is. Of Call of the Apocalypse, number changes, new features within uh, the maps, chief uh, among them all. The video shows that a reworked asylum map called Sunny Meadows will have a restricted version, which will be five small maps in one. <coughs> There's also going to be a smaller version of the Maple Lodge campsite, which is be called Camp Woodland. The studio has already said it's looking to make it scarier in the future update. Wonderful. <laughs> well, what makes it apocalyptic, though? Uh, this will include the implementation of new sounds and events, as well as changes to the ghost models in general. Uh, it looks like they have a lot in store for the game, especially with this trailer being shown. Hmm. Uh, since releasing, it's gone to become one of the best multiplayer horror games around. It sounds cool. Uh, I just want—I have it. Uh, like, yeah, it looks cool. It sounds cool. I I'm just confused at the naming apocalyptic. It is, nothing sounds apocalyptic. It's updates. just an expansion name they they gave it. I guess. Usually, your naming aligns with what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> phasmophobia, make it better. Uh, uh, Expand. You know what? <laughs> like something ghostly or haunting. Not. It's not an apocalyptic Ph game. It's not Ph about the Phas apocalypse. Phasmophobia. 
We're not like <laughs> hot harder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. Creepy. Oh, it's I don't know. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It just kind of annoys me. Mm. Ah, bad naming. Okay. And then you can hear my goddamn tablet. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so Retro World Expo. Er, I'm talking way too less this mic. Retro World Expo. We were there. It was awesome. It was actually a really good year this year. Uh, it was a lot of people. Yeah, it was really um, good. Uh, unfortunately, Pat was not there. Pat Contrary was not there. He's usually there most of the years. Uh, mm -hmm. He wasn't there. He also wasn't there. Obviously, Mel Jesus didn't come this year. He was there last year, mm -hmm. which was cool. Did you but, guys do the ritual sacrifice for him? Sure. Yeah, we went like, to Taco Bell. Dude, Metal Jesus is not going to show up if you don't sacrifice, like, some, like, metal consoles or something. You can't well, just call Jesus. You'd have to sacrifice, like, I don't know, like a like a bacon burger or something. <laughs> to, to, like, <laughs> Metal Jesus or something. And to get Pat, you got to bring him to uh, Friendlies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I wish they would. Okay, so at this point, I wish they would just put a Friendlies in our town where the Jaliscos is. Just put the Friendlies back. <laughs> oh, well, that's right. That's another just trip. drive 20 that's minutes down the road. 20 minutes down the road. Yeah, to, to Mystic. Oh, yeah, that's right. There is one there. Oh. <laughs> anyway. At least there was. I don't know. There's, um, But anyway, so we were there. It was pretty sweet. Uh, if you haven't checked out the video, YouTube's there on YouTube.com slash Tech Prime Media. And just go. It's the top video right now. Or if you just search Retro World Expo 2022, we should be one of the top searches as well um, for the video. There's a lot of people that put videos out this year. Yeah. Surprisingly, which I didn't realize. Which is a good thing in a way. Yeah, it gets them more notice. Yeah. Which is good. Um, um, a new day showed up out of nowhere. The uh, the wrestling. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're talking about that. Yeah. Um, not Macho Nacho was there, which I didn't realize he was even going to. But, well. Macho Nacho. Macho Nacho. He does a lot of retro game console. Like is that like Macho stuff. Man's brother? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I course. think he thought he was posing for a picture. The banana guy. <laughs> the banana guy. But it, it was perfect because it made it look like he was listening. Yeah, 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 yeah it did. Yeah, 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 so it was actually perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, the NBA Jams guy uh, was great this year. We got him actually on camera actually doing his key line, like one of his key lines anyway, yeah. from the game. Um, he's on fire. It's here somewhere. From downtown. <laughs> yeah. From it downtown. Was, yeah, that was cool. Uh, that we got him on there. Yeah. Why did. are you talking to me? <laughs> oh, no, it was great. Oh, it was funny because we were. Okay. So he had a uh, NBA Jams. There was the NBA Jams arcade machine. Then right next to it was the Mortal Kombat machine because right next to him was the Mortal Kombat guys. Um, And it was funny because he was dictating. He was announcing NBA Jams while people were playing it like it was Mortal Kombat. It was like, what is going on here? And, and the, 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 the one thing I, 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 this is the one I didn't forget. <laughs> he, he was like, a guy went to make a shot and he missed, and he was like, "Not tonight!" Like my mother said, like I mean, my uh, wife said last night. <laughs> like uh, my wife said last night, and oh, it was funny. Yeah, it was great. Uh, uh like my mother said. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's pretty bad. Anyway, uh no, it was yeah. Oh, it was it, fairly amusing. Um, our the one thing we did miss, we didn't go, we didn't stay for Lame Genie. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm kind of. I, I talked to them for a good like twenty minutes too. Oh yeah, you're talking about the drummer. Yeah. 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 
Aldo did stay for that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said they went to like 9.30. Yeah. We were going to have him in the video, too, but we just never met, met up. Yeah, him. we never met up. Yeah, we'll have to get him on the podcast at some point. Yeah. Um, he just announced I'll go three. Yes, I do. In February? Yep. The swap meet thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, the uh, the record's awesome. Yeah, that company, the yeah Respawn Records. Respawned. Uh, Respawned yeah. Records. Yeah, it was really cool. And I can't, like, um, one thing that's really cool, so... They so Grim, so you know, like they did, they did a vinyl record of like a remix of the Final Fantasy VI soundtrack. It sounds awesome, but like we need, like it's uh, not in stock. He said they are getting reprints. They're going to be coming around in January, I guess. That's so, cool. Yeah, I just wish they gave they had digital copies too. Yeah, no, I know. Like like that, uh, Battletoads one. Battletoads one was yeah. rocking. That yeah, was like really good. Um, they don't release like records, but there's a group on YouTube that take old video game music and turn it into like melancholy versions of them yeah so like they did the entire final fantasy 6 in like piano and violin oh wow. yeah i got a like that, that shit's super good orchestrated version of the golden eye yeah game <laughs> yeah it's great yeah yeah um but they- golden eye deserves that much reference well they, they had to get two licenses for that right yeah they, they actually sold out everybody was buying that one yeah not at not at the place no, but uh, I'll mind they did when yeah. they released them. They had a, a double color version that was released online. Oh, it was like a slappers only version. Oh, slappers only version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The slappers only version. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, it was it was a lot of a lot of fun. Very good turnout this year, which is a good thing because everybody wants to get the hell out now. Like last year, they wanted out, but it was still mid pandemic, and now it was great. Yeah, very good turnout. Yeah, and it was weird because I saw those kind of like those random small, super small YouTubers actually filming, which I didn't know about. Uh, like that one kid we ran to who asked me what I was using because I was using my DJI Oswald Pocket. He was like, "What the heck is that?" <laughs> oh, and then I found his video, and I was like, "Oh, these guys are small YouTubers." I didn't even know that. Yeah, and then uh, everyone's asking about our gear. But speaking of gear. The, the, the mics worked great. Oh, the DJI, like, so I'm actually starting, I'm hoping our video fucking picks up some speed. Because I've seen a lot of people now making videos saying that the DJI one is better than the Rode mic. Oh, really? Yes. Because it, it's great. It's very versatile. Like, yeah. Um, the way where you were using it, back and forth, giving it, put it on the mic thing. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. Yeah, absolutely great. Um, which I found, I didn't know that the... There's actually a combo set you can get with the DJI Osmo Pocket 2 that comes with one of those mics that automatically hooks up to the... Yeah, it's just the mic, one mic, though. But the thing is, I would get that, but I've watched plenty of videos. There is actually more downsides to the Osmo Pocket 2 than the Osmo Pocket 1. Really? Yeah. The only thing it has better is it has very slightly stabilization is better, and the color depth is slightly better. That is it. But doesn't it have like a uh, but like the tracking a mic is... input this time or something like that? Yeah, it has the mic input. The tracking is terrible though. Oh yeah, it skips all over the place. I guess. See, see? Google like anything Google. Oh yeah, you're on the Google. Yeah, you're on Google like, now. Yeah, he's on loading. Experiencing immigration, like. Um. So the big theme for the video this year was the fact that we asked everybody, "Are are conventions worth it this year? Uh, since they've come back, and is uh, retro game collecting?" Um, I would say a big portion of people said retro game collection is not worth it. Worth it. Everybody was like, "Yeah, the convention's great." Yeah, they're like, um, "Get to but, see our friends." Yeah, it's the community of 
our people, you know? Yeah, the, but the collecting, it's just the prices are too high. Oh, it, yeah. It was like I bought NBA Jam TE so I could get it autographed, and that was 20 bucks. Yeah. Uh, I know I got X-Men for Sega a couple of years ago for like 15. They wanted 70 for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. The I'm price like, is oh my outrageous. God. They wanted a complete inbox Super Mario 64 for like 130 or something like yeah. that. And that was... That's only because that stupid one person, like fucking, that since Wad, that whole thing with Wada. Oh well, yeah, but that's why they but think this it's wasn't worth, even this was. They, yeah, that's yeah. why I think it's worth that much. It's not. Yeah, it's it's re- it's really it's, not these, worth that much. If you if you, if you see the video, you'll see us scrolling through some games, and they are yeah, it's like 150, 200, 300 dollars. Huh. What? And then you, your your Hagune or Hakuna. Yeah, ha- yeah, ha- yeah. That's like the, out of box sixteen hundred dollars, you can go fly Hakune a kite. You can, Matata, yeah. you can go fly a kite. If you, um, I, you know what I mean, I would maybe if I was a real. I love that. It's a great game. I would maybe pay two hundred bucks for inbox for that game. Not yeah. sixteen hundred dollars for uh, loose. You can go fly a kite with that. Yeah, you're flying a lot of kites. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking great. Uh, you know Nate's mad when he tells you to fly a kite. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> holy crap! Yeah, like uh, like you like, sir, like when we interviewed Kite. Joe, Joe was like, "Yeah, I just don't care. I'm not collecting anymore." And he was actually a fairly big collector; he used to buy a ton of stuff. But he's just like, "Yeah, no, uh, and not, <laughs> not bothering with it." Um, although Russ is like here with Russ's car. Russ's car was cool. He put an actual Wii steering wheel for his steering wheel on his car, <laughs> and he did do a video where he was driving it. Oh my god! How did that not like break? It looked like it was in a parking lot, but oh, okay. he, was, he was driving it. Yep. Oh my god! How did that not break? <laughs> I, I don't know. He was recently in Virginia. Now, like he's always on vacation. <laughs> uh, but uh, he went to some like antique shop, and they had a World of Nintendo cabinet. Oh, wasn't for sale. Oh, they had it, but like they couldn't fit in the car even if they tried. Yeah, because it's big. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, he interviewed this guy. Like, I like Cathedral is an awesome game. And Premonition, it's cool what they're doing. But this is actually the low point of the video. A lot of people tuned away. Oh, oh, oh okay. Huh. They didn't. Weird. Yeah. We show actual gaming. <laughs> show gameplay of a game and they turn away. Yeah. There's a lot of people who aren't actual gamers, dude. Yeah. I got, dude, side note. I got into an argument with a kid the other day because he was talking about how much money... Um, Candy Crush makes for like Microsoft because they own the company now or something. Yeah. Well, and I was like, "Do you care how much money they're making? That game's barely a game." And he's like, "What are you talking about? It's one of the greatest games ever made." Oh my god! It was like a twenty-minute Twitter argument. Uh... He was such a hardcore fanboy that just because a gotcha game makes billions of dollars for Microsoft, it's the greatest game ever made. Uh, no, it was terrible. It made me sick to my stomach to listen to him talk, uh, like to hear this. Well, not, Microsoft, Microsoft the, the voice I attributed to him on Twitter. It's it's owned by uh, Activision. Yeah, oh. <laughs> which he thinks they're gonna own. So you know, anyway, yeah, time so, to get excited. They make a, you know, they're gonna make a ton of money. But why would they bother making good games if they know they can make shit and make a ton of money off of it? Yeah. Um. So a high note though, the two spots people seem to go to right away and click on. Are Russ's interview and the Respawn uh, Records interview? Oh, okay, they really like those two. Cool. Um, so, which so, is... so since we have oh, a... and the conclusion, what? a lot of people I think probably just skipped right to the end of what our conclusion was because <laughs> they watched a... the conclusion. Yeah, I think oh, a lot oh, of people oh. you see the high point. There's a big high point right at the end, so a lot of people are just it's right when we start talking about our conclusion. So I think a lot of people are just well, what do they think? <laughs> Good, <laughs> they want to hear our opinion. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah, 
and yeah and yeah it's it comes down to granted i got some good deals i got wild arms and i got um uh yeah dragon quest oh, so wild arms. so but you got the japanese version yeah um, but those are like mint condition, like yeah. promotional material with them, everything as really? if they were brand new. Wow. Um, um, so they're going to be collected. They're going to be gone on a shelf. Were they but, opened? Huh? Yeah. Are they? So, okay. But they're like minched. Like even yeah. the, even the case is like, it's flawless. Like my copy of, uh, bases loaded too. <laughs> yeah. It's flawless. It has everything with it. It's, it's great. Same thing with Dragon Quest, like has all the promotional artwork, like even like the little safety thing that comes with like, oh, uh, talking about like plugging in your super nintendo like for the japanese one it's weird i didn't understand the joker car because i don't know there's, there's nothing special about it there's nothing in, special. In, in in this no at the convention it was just a car the joker's car joker was okay it was yeah. it wasn't in anything it wasn't in any movies no. nothing like that so nobody no. would recognize it no so the yeah. kit was cool Oh, kit, kit was great. Kit was more functional than the real kit car in the show, yeah, which is like, funny. Yeah, yeah, like all those freaking, like all those gauges were working, like the digital yeah. gauges. I was like, wow. which they didn't work in the real show. Yeah, even, even the real show was literally just a cardboard cutout. Yeah, even the even the, like when you go to a car show and they have them, they're usually just bullshit stationary. You, no, okay, kit is real. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, I'm tired of you with your bullshit. I guess, your lies, but man. I guess there's like, um, I think fifteen versions of kit that were auctioned off and stuff or were found in junkyard stuff after years after the show was over oh wow um no, yeah, that's <laughs> that's well that's one of them that hear was me one out of them. hear me out 100 kits dropped on a map oh my god <laughs> anyway yeah that was one of them and a lot of these people like try to keep it to how exactly it looked on the set and then some people like that one upgrade it so it's actually looks like a functional kit car which is kind of cool wow so yeah yeah. Uh, aside from the ejector seats. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so here's a question. Yeah. So this is coming from a viewer. I have a question. I have a PS4. I'm looking for a game that is like it would be an RPG game that has a storyline that you can build on. I like older stuff, ancient times, Dungeon and Dragon style things like that. Do you have a suggestion? What does he mean by build on? I'm not sure. Build on? I don't think, like, make build in the game. I think, like... Uh, With side quests? Like a story you can No, like, on. he says a story he can build on, and that's why I'm like... That's what... Yeah, it's a weird way to put it. Does he yeah. want to play a game? Does he want to make a game? Well, let's see if he responds. Um, there's plenty of great great RPGs on PS4. Yeah, I just need to know what he <laughs> means, because I can could, I could rattle off some... Like, if he's looking for a story that builds, there's... Fucking 15 years of Trails of Cold Steel. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's for one. Yeah, easily. <clears throat> There's so many games in that series, but you'd have to start with, like, Steam and then move on to that. Or the PSP. But, <clears throat> like, I just need an understanding of what he means, and then I can throw a game at him, because I know, mm -hmm. like, every RPG there is known to man. <laughs> known to man. Grim's Dude, I'm not freaking kidding, man. Like, you could sit down and name characters from old SNES and PlayStation RPGs, and I would immediately know what RPG you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I think. I have a bad memory. But I, I could probably pick it apart pretty quickly. Yeah, for the most part. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. I want to build, like, more than one book. Huh? 
Oh, is he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, is he? Does he mean he wants an RPG that he can like write a story based on in the world he's in? I, I, mean, I don't know. And let me look at this. I know this may sound stupid, but let me look at this chat. Is it? I don't know if it'll show up for you. It should show up. It's fine. Um, yeah, it should. Uh, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because I can't clarify. Oh, did you say something else? It's a I want a game that has like more than one installment. He just oh! has to keep going. With oh, it. yeah. Trails oh, okay, dude. Trails dude, that's fucking simple, dude. <laughs> Trails of Cold Steel, all right? Um, <laughs> hand one second. PSN. Store. Yeah, I don't think the other ones are on there, but PSP. There, there, are, there are some stuff that's on there right now. Yeah. Yeah, because they originally started on PSP, and then they moved on. So, there's that. But there's a lot, yeah, holy crap, there's a lot of RPGs, holy shit. There's a ton of RPGs on PS4. Um, but how many that have several sequels? Oh, there's a few. Um, no, 100%. But Trails of Cold Steel is the best one, though. Yeah, is it, the, if he's looking for, like, something he'll get into and just keep going with, um, I'm just looking to make sure... Because I like they've been slowly dropping the ones that didn't come out on PS4 and stuff and PS3 onto uh, onto like the PS4 and I'm just like, yeah, all right, they're not out yet. All right, dude. So side tangent, real quick. So what you're gonna want to do? You go buy the original Ta Trails of Cold Steel. It's like forty bucks in the store, but you can probably get a a um a uh, copy somewhere for cheaper if you want. But Keep in mind, if you buy this game and you like it, you're going to be in for <laughs> four more, get three more games on this system because each one's like an 80-hour RPG across four games. And then when you get done beating this, by the time you get done beating all four of these games, you should be introduced to what's coming out very soon, which is Trails of Cold, uh, Trails of Zero, which is the collection of the PSP games, which are prequels to this one. And I believe they're also re-releasing all three of the Trails in the Sky games, which are also prequels to this one. So, in short, if you play this one game, you're going to get hooked. And you're probably going to be in for about nine games. Because this series is fully connected from, I'd say, 20 years ago. When, when did Trails, Trails in the Sky come out, Nate? Oh, that was almost 20 years ago, yeah. You can play those on Steam, too. If you actually have, a, if you have a computer, you can play them on Steam, too. All right. So, Trails in the Sky came out in 2006. That was yeah. the first game in this arc of story, which all connects to Trails of Cold Steel, and Trails of Cold Steel ends it, with the exception of the side one that's coming out later. Yeah. So, you're looking at nine games, dude, if you get into this game. But start with the first one. Don't buy any others, because I don't know if you'll like it. But if you do, you're in for a goddamn treat, dude. Yeah. The game oh, starts yeah. as... The game starts from the perspective of kids, of, like, teenagers in school getting military training that's the first game by the end of the first game you have graduated from military training in the midst of a war so it's like the kids grow up from being teenagers to become adults fighting in this war and watching all this tragedy around them until they become the leaders of the armies trying to stop the war so he says i want a game that i can get involved in and keep playing like dungeon and dragons that he because he used to play that growing up uh the card game you now know is online but he wants a game that he can keep going with that has side quests and next levels and newer inversions. 
Oh, yeah. you mean like an MMO or something? I don't well, I can no. tell you right now, dude. This game, this game will occupy your time for, oh, fucking, yeah. for a year, dude. Oh, yeah. You'll get a year out of this series. Yeah, and you will enjoy it. It's a lot like what you're saying. It's an RPG that you continue going, you level up, and all that. It plays like a traditional RPG. If you're talking about like a card game and stuff, that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. yeah if you're talking about D and D, they haven't done many good D and D games. No. Like mm. the old school stuff, but. If you're asking about RPGs, dude, it's, I'm telling you, you will enjoy the, this series, and you'll be able to play it for a long time. Yeah. And though. the first game is at least a hundred hours of a lot of shit to do. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a lot. And that's coming from someone who is the only other it so one, hard. Yeah, the only other the, one I would say it would be a lot. They're they're not connected, but there's a series is the Tales games. But yeah, you could play. You could get through a lot of Tales games, mm -hmm. but like, if you want is something that the connected, Legend of Heroes. Yeah, The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's forty on Steam. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, they're not. They, if he asks, dude, if he wait, is he talking about Steam? Because no, 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 Steam, no, 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 no. It's a whole nother ball game, dude. Because <laughs> if you got Steam, you want to start from the beginning. You want to yeah, play that can. classic tale, Trails in the Sky, you and start. work your way all the way through. And when you're about fifteen, your kids are coming home from college. <laughs> you'll be. I finished Trails of Cold Steel for. I haven't even finished it yet. I need to get back into it. Because I bounced off, dude, because I played, like, all three of them in a row. Mm -hmm. I played, like, two, three, and four within the same year. Did you play tr Trails from Zero? That's the new one coming out. Oh, it's coming out? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> the that's two games. Yeah. Oh, wow. They had two PSP games that never came out over here. Yeah. And I'm uh, definitely going to be playing that. So. Trails of Cold Steel. Yeah, it's uh, Legend of Heroes. Trails of Cold Steel. Trails, yeah. 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 And I get that, yeah. If you just Google it, you'll see the wiki. You get you'll me see, talking about RPGs, dude. I'll go on browse. <laughs> if you want to, if you if you have the money to do it, and you really want to just have some fun, go get that PS that new PlayStation Plus subscription, because there's a good thirty or forty good RPGs on there, like the uh, Ark the Lad. Um, oh yeah, for a couple of Wild Arms games. There's a couple of really <clears throat> good RPGs on there that you'll just get access to right away. Hmm. Legend Don't of get Heroes. Me go, come on, move ha along, dude. known Kiseki. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, good, get, get moving along, because I'm going to ruin this poor podcast. Because you get me talking about RPGs, uh, I can go for hours on uh, these games, dude. But, they are my passion. But anyway, we had a really good takeaway from uh, Retro World Expo. We talked to a lot of great people. Um, there was some barely decent vendors that are there every year that always have good prices, and then the other ones are just eh. I do think, like I said on the episode, I do think we're going to see it down to, like, there's going to be a not a huge bubble burst, but it is going to burst to a point because a lot of people are having buyer's remorse from after the pandemic and they're selling off all the shit they bought during the pandemic. It's funny because you always hear yeah. like on the, dude, the dude, other dude, podcast. It's not buyer's remorse, man. People are going broke because of the terrible economy and they're selling stuff because well, yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, a while ago, you'd always see them like Pat talking about the bubble bursting, the bubble bursting. When's it going to happen? I think this is what's going to cause it. Well, yeah, because if it, it would have technically burst, but then it kind of leveled itself off, and then the pandemic happened. Yeah, yeah. which is around the time it sh they were saying it was going to burst, but then the yeah. circumstances that were untold okay. happened. So, dude, um, real quick, because there's something I forgot. To that viewer, if you're into this shit, come check out a D and D for streams on Saturday. They he already is the, gonna. They could. Oh, all right, awesome, awesome. Because okay. I DM it and I kick these fools' asses in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was absolutely a great conference. We're going to be there, obviously, next year. Uh, they haven't announced anything for next year yet. Mm -mm. So I'm sure they will be soon. Uh, One so of these they... days, we got to really decide if we want to 
get a booth. Well, yeah, and we might this network. Well, we're in well, I'll kind of in negotiations to be part of a podcast network, but we'll see how that goes depending on if they respond. Well, yeah, depending <laughs> on like, like the... let us in. Come on, no, please. Well, well, we were kind of asked by one of their already podcasters to join their network, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. Well, we're in negotiations with the guy, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't have to sign away my cat or anything. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, you can't trust these people. You never know, dude. Could be cat network, really. But we might have to tie you up and, and drag you into a convention. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> dude. Dude, I'll tell. I promise you this though. If we ever hit it, and there's a like, I will suck up my fear mm. because there's a. You know what I mean? Like, there's more than just me going. But I'm I don't like those settings. So if we're just going to hang out, I get weary about it. Yeah. No, but if no, you're I you're understand. like, yo, dude, we got people watching us. I'll be like, fine, drag me to this goddamn. <laughs> well, what I want. Well, you're gonna uh, be you're gonna realize how annoying it's gonna be because that means I gotta bring my CPAP machine. I gotta bring my fucking fan. Like, oh, he brings every time. <laughs> did, did you not see the video? I said I walk over to Bazinga's trunk and I'm like, and Bazinga's got, and I stop and he just goes, mobile command center. <laughs> Because <laughs> he has like a ton of shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. We we have to have a meeting too, Bazinga, because me and you are gonna I'm gonna go real hard on streaming that new campaign. Okay. Like um. I want it done right this time between us. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna archive it and everything. Yeah. No, I would it would be really cool to do a panel if our channel actually between now and then and granted our channel is actually fairly growing pretty it's at a decent rate. It's not super fast and it's it's not terribly fast at all. It's fairly slow, but it's growing. Yeah. We're gaining more subscribers than we're losing. I also yeah. like to point out I finally so, witnessed that bullshit you were talking about, Nate. What? The three second thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I watch I wa- I no me and my girlfriend decided to try watching Raw last night cuz the other night cuz we haven't watched Raw in forever. Okay. And they were cutting so they were, every, within 2 seconds. I was like this is horrible. I can't tell what's going on. <laughs> they it, keep it was showing freaking, people panting, going back and forth. It was oh, just What are they looking terrible. at? I don't know what they're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's where to cut, when to cut kind of thing. It's like yeah. Wait, hold on. Oh. No, no, we're going to no, we got to go to another scene. <laughs> hold on. Oh, oh, that was a second. <laughs> um, and the only time you actually, uh, well, the, technically the general rule is if you don't cut, it's to build intensity. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, that's the only time you don't cut. It's to build intensity. Uh, anyway. You can be pretty intense while cutting someone, all right? <laughs> so I shouldn't have said that on podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I would, I would, yeah, I mean, eventually, like our channel's growing, I would eventually like to do, you know, I mean, A panel at retro yeah i want to do a panel that's like dude i want to do a live D there that would be cool there too they do have a lot they do do indeed they have a whole section of D there yeah but imagine if we <laughs> got big enough where we could do like a one-shot live i don't think well, the, 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 the their panels are only 45 minutes yeah ridiculous panel <laughs> um well see that's the thing you get big enough you can you could demand. <laughs> well, no, but well, like, Grim, Grim's, idea, Grim's idea is not bad, but I'm not sure exactly how it would work. But we could do like um, uh, a panel on how to stream D and D in the modern age. Yeah, yeah even though we're not very good at it yet, which is yeah. why we have to sit down have a nice yeah. meeting about how to do it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make so. it look crisp and entertaining, and people will pay attention. 
Well, it's it's not even that. It's the same same story. If they don't know who you exist, they're not going to find you. Because yes, know. but I will tell you this, Bazinga, from someone who watches a lot of D and D campaign stuff. Yep. If it doesn't look, if it's not aesthetically pleasant looking, I almost immediately cut out and go to a different. Well, one. that's the thing. Like we're not getting views, so nobody's there to cut out. Yes, but I can look and go. We're trying, but we need to sit down and come up with a better way. Well, to yeah, do of it. course. And also my DMing stuff because the giant maps don't work for good fluid gaming. All right. So well, I'm the big, coming the up biggest with... thing is about sharing. You you got to beat up your friends and tell them share this damn thing. I don't care if you like it or not. Support me. <laughs> Support your friend. I, I bet you. <laughs> I bet you fifty bucks if I if I say that to them when we start this new one up they'll be like I know Nick and Alex will be all over it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah like right. they they don't have a problem with that if they have like a Twitter account I don't know if that, Nick has one because he's Nick mm-hmm. the weirdest man I've ever known but <laughs> the weirdest man I've ever knew he, he really is <laughs> this, that's the next game yeah <laughs> oh, right, I'll be right. the man from nowhere <laughs> okay. okay the cobalts right. from nowhere. <laughs> So as we move on to technology and pop culture, we would like to say thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you never checked out our YouTube, youtube.com slash techprimemedia. We have a bunch of videos up there. You want to know about microphones? We got a video on a new microphone that just came out by DJI. Uh, Retro World Expo just happened. We have a great conference uh, expo, like kind of like video walking around talking to people uh, to answer the question. Is conventions worth it in 2022? And is retro game collecting worth it in 2022? Along with a number of other videos, if you want to know about building a keyboard, well, there's one on there too. Along with how to build a fight stick, and there's going to be more of these videos. So if you haven't, go head over to youtube.com slash techprimemedia and click that like button and subscribe. And don't forget about the bell and all that fun stuff so we get notifications and leave a comment because the algorithm loves that. And we need the algorithm to love us because the algorithm is very, very moody at times. No one else does. (laughs) So... Yes, and obviously we we live stream D and D every weekend on Twitch. So Tech Prime every Media, other weekend, every we other weekend, stream one of them. Uh, yeah, we only stream those right uh, every other weekend. So check out D and D, TV slash Tech Prime Media, and over on Facebook we're just Tech Prime. Uh, same thing with Twitter, just Tech Prime. So go check us out. You'll find all the links over at the YouTube channel. And remember, like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. As we move on to pop culture and all that fun stuff and media. So Grim, what have you been checking out this week? Look, Nate, you know I leave at 7.30. We have to talk about this stupid Lord of the Rings first. Okay. Okay. Well, we will so, first agree to disagree. but <laughs> uh, We won't agree to disagree because you're delusional. Um, I watched I wore, I watched the shit of the rings, and I watched um, the, uh, what the hell is it called? House of the Dragon, which is much better as oh, of now. Did you watch the third episode? I have not watched the third episode yet. I'm probably going to watch that tomorrow night. Okay. Matt Smith, got... his performance is fucking crazy. Who is that? Um, He's uh, Damon. The doctor. He's Damon. Who? Damon. Damien. Who's Damien? Damien, the brother. Oh, you mean, okay. You could have just said the prince. Oh. Prince, Prince Targaryen, yes. Prince Targaryen is my favorite character. So Hold, you you will love this episode. Holy shit! But like, <laughs> I've never as seen of such now, a good the show is that that show is incredibly good so far. <laughs> the wheel, the, the 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 Lord of the Rings, not so much. Um, no, it's well. The thing is, it's cool. And in, uh, in two episodes from now, or an episode from now, I can't remember exactly. Uh, there is going to be a very big time jump, and we know that because the actors playing. Um, 
the daughter and the wife are changing. The actors change. Um, so we know there's a very big time jump at some point. And these one, I thought it was going to be the last episode, but it wasn't. I think it's going to be either the next Wait, episode. Wait, so you mean or... the, hot, the hot Targaryen girl is going to disappear? Um, well, the, there's, they look really close. The actor, the actress that's replacing her looks literally like an older version of her. It, I like don't they did, care if it looks um, like an older version. The other, I want the hot version. And mm-hmm. the other, and the girl uh, replacing the Queen of Chains um, is going to be the well. She's going to be playing the Queen of Chains. Um, is uh, what's her name? Uh, Olivia. Not Co- the hot uh, one. Olivia Cook. So. Yes, I am. The show has been pretty good so far. I, I, I'm enjoying that. I Lord of the Rings, I enjoy it all. Um, what else have I been doing? Um, you didn't even enjoy the dwarf part? The dwarf part was great. No, no, the dwarf part was stupid. Because uh. if you know anything about... Nate, if you know anything about the history, you immediately ask how the hell that dwarf is, related, is married to a black girl, but all of his freaking descendants are white. That's not how genetics work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. That's. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a dick. That's not how genetic work. Genetics work. If they were a mixed couple, then from that, for all eternity, they would not be a white dwarf. He would be a dark-skinned dwarf for the rest of. So that means all the Dorans, which you've seen in the Hobbit, I know, don't make any sense. No, I know. Okay, but there's one thing though. You have to add in here though. It is a complete fantasy world, and our reality of genetics don't apply. No, it don't apply because the writers are pathetic. No, I'm they just saying. Her... I'm saying it's unreal to put in. Our... No, it's not. No, it's not. Stop. You're defending bad <laughs> writing. Because if they wanted a black dwarf, they could have just. They... Half that show is is fantasy. Like they've made up most of the story. Uh. So if they wanted a black dwarf, they could have just made up a character, and not had them married to Doran. By marrying her to that, you ruin the canon for the entire seer, um the family line of Doran, because you change. Who they are. And that is just them being complete cocks to the actual series. They could have had a cool black dwarf yeah. chick as a character. They did not yeah, need to have it, her married it, to him. Yeah, but it wouldn't be that hard, though. So, for instance, like, in our modern world, the way our genetics work is that they, there's certain genes that are dominant. You shouldn't have to explain this in a fantasy novel. No, but, no, but I'm saying, though, it's like, and I'm sure we're going to discover this once we start reaching out to other planets. Um, genetics are going to work different depending on species. Very different. No, no, stop! You're just, it, it, this is the por- this is the wor- this is what you call copium. You're building a defense <laughs> for this. Wow! Yes, you you're building a defense. <laughs> Do you don't know what copium is? No, no, no. Copium is an internet joke for someone who comes up with the most outrageous shit to cope with shit. Uh. You know, it's like it's like people who turn around and call anybody who disagrees with them a racist. That's copium. You're grabbing that phrase because you have no argument. It's a bad argument. There are other things I hate about the show. I'm just, that's just one I'm pointing out. The other things are like the fact that the Harfoots look like hippie homeless people. And they're terrible. They're not likable. I liked Samwise Gamgee. I liked Frodo. I don't like a single one of these fake Hobbit people. (laughs) They're completely unlikable. The, the black dude, he's awesome. The black elf with the, the, the bow. That's another part. Okay, I barely that, remember the names that, of the characters okay, because that it's is, so bad. That is one of the coolest characters I've se- ever seen written because you don't ever see elves written in a stoic manner. And it's awesome. Dude, he's cool. But then you then you, then you go the other way and you have a huge problem where like, ev- like, for example, the scene where they're fighting the troll in the first episode. Yeah. 
all the guys are hiding behind her doing nothing like cowards. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, he he's, in every scene he's in, he's tough. But in any scene where there's a guy with a woman, the guy is a bumbling idiot and a coward. Well, that elf is not a coward. <laughs> he is a badass. No, he's not. But he has yet to be on scene with her. Chances are the first time he gets in the scene with her, she's going to treat him like a, like a coward. And he's going to back down and do everything she says. But he's never going to step up. That's like These are things you see when you look past the writing. The dialogue is terrible. And I'll get on that in a minute. But the idea that these guys are fighting a troll and all four of them stand still and watch and do nothing to help her. Yeah, while that's... she's fighting a troll because they're afraid of it but um, she's not yeah no the only thing so i was talking to another guy a guy i work with right um he's a huge lord of the Rings fan he's one of the pure he's one of the people that are purist he was telling me um and he was like he's like i don't mind the show he's like i i i'm taking considering all watching it that they actually don't because they don't have the rights to lord of the rings um and he's like i'm trying to look at it through that veil you could still be respectful of the lore without having the rights that's that's the thing that the fans are basically trying to say is you can be respectful of the lore without messing with the rights. It's not mm. hard to do. Yeah. Like if they want it again, again, the, I like the Harfoots are this amalgamation race of people who wa wander around. They're like, they're like nomads, right? Well, they, they're, they act like the way Tolkien described the race that actually did eventually become the hobbits, but they are not them. They're something else. So yes. kind of, it's kind of so like with, showing that there was another group around that was kind of like them. Here's the thing. With the logic of how tri tribalism works, mm. again, why is it like 40 different races in one village? That's not how tribalism works. That's mm. not how tribes work anywhere. Well, no. So immediately you see that and go, first, first of all, I was like, which one is this? Who's her? Wait, is that girl? So those two are the her mother, but she's white? And those... The, who's the mother of the father? like i can't keep track of the characters because it's so poorly like mm. it's so shallow because everything seems to be just based on their gender and their race and not on the actual like anything else yeah. that it feels so shallow and don't get me started on the goddamn um what the hell was it uh you have not seen what i've seen i have seen enough <laughs> you have not seen what i have seen mm. who the hell writes this crap <laughs> um I, I like that scene actually. I really like that scene. Yeah, maybe, but the writing was bad. I really like that scene. Dude, um, you and have I like seeing Well the thing is I like seeing the version of that character before he's jaded. That's fine. But um, the words they're speaking are stupid. She could have been like, You have not seen what I've seen, and he could be like, I've seen enough, and then she go looks at him and says anything other than the exact same line <laughs> more sternly. <laughs> like the the same goddamn line, but much tough now. Yeah. Nate, I have to take a shit. <laughs> but, okay. Well, go Nate. take one. No, Nate. Right. Okay. I have to Okay. But I am going to get a little, like, deep into psychology here a little bit. Okay? I am sure neither of you have read... Uh... Oh, my God. He'll go... He'll pull any bullshit to defend. <laughs> um... Can't you just say the writing, the dialogue is not great, but other things about the show will keep me interested? Well, no, but like I'm saying, you could that, just be that, honest. No, but I'm saying the technique she was using is actually a real-world technique. Actually, people use to manipulate people, um, and it's actually <laughs> so that yeah, right. She's manipulating him by by constantly saying the same line. Well, over no, and over it's again. it's manipulating him you know, by pushing your point. You you repeat your phrase and step. You actually add sternness to it. Um, and that's not what and she's doing. And dude. it's a they way of inserting cool. and it's a way of inserting dominance. So yeah, yeah, but that's not what they're doing. They just thought it would be cool. 
Like, they thought it would be cool for her to say that. Yeah. That's all it was. They sat down and said, this will be cool. Let's do this. That's yeah. exactly what it was. And uh, it's not cool. It's just laughable. I don't like the fact. The only thing I don't like is the little things that they're doing to try to, like, link themselves to the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy. Like, the guy that's on the boat with her looks like a young Aragon. Which is incredibly stupid because it's thousands of years before all that. No, I know, but you know what they were doing. You can tell what yeah, they were doing. Yeah, I know what they're doing. What they're doing is saying, we don't have, we're creatively bankrupt. So we're going, <laughs> I'm serious. That's what they're doing. It's the same thing with the Wheel of Time. They wanted to have their own story in that show, but they wanted to base it on Wheel of Time. So they're so creatively bankrupt, they rewrite the story so much that you look at it and go, this is bad fanfic. And I'm, I don't hate the show as much as I may come off to, but they are trying way too hard with the, with, they don't understand how subtle works, it seems. Mm. Because the part of what made Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings great was he was subtle in a lot of scenes and that helped made it great. Yeah. Well, that, that is a problem with film in general across the board. Yeah, nowadays right now. filming film is terrible. They now. don't know subtlety. Nobody seems to know subtlety at all. It's terrible. So, no, good so anyway, I've watched like, nothing. Nothing. But I, I just wanted to get a word in. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you're supposed to argue with me about this, dude. Well, I've only watched that. like half of an episode, so. No. Half of an episode. Yeah, I fell asleep. Oh. It, so you don't even know because I saw what she saw and then I was out cold. Okay. So you, you haven't even seen the stranger yet. Oh, also, also the the entirety of of that stupid kid finding like they're trying to make it feel like the ring, but instead he found the sword and the sword is going to be what does brings all this about. And oh, Sauron's Sauron's ring. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, that's what I mean by creative ba creatively bankrupt. They were like, well, someone found the ring and that started the movies. Well, we can't use the ring, so how about we pick something else? I know, one of those blades, the Morgoth blades. We'll use that as the way everything starts. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my god, you useless, lazy pricks. <laughs> also, they ruined Giga Chad. Giga Chad? Her brother in... Oh, his, yeah, yeah, Her yeah, brother yeah, yeah, is yeah. pretty detailed in that book, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go through a lot of trouble to give him three seconds of, of like, soy boy bullshit and then move him along. Well, they don't even give him. They, they, they give need, him. Nothing. I wish they. I wish they would have showed the, at least the battle, but I guess they couldn't because of copyrights. But oh well. no, I don't think it was because of copyrights. I think they didn't want you to know. They didn't want you to think he was a badass because they want you to think she's the only badass right now. No, they I, want you to believe that she is the power, po like the great warrior, everything. And yeah. if they showed her brother wrecking people, they would fear that it would turn her down. Yeah. And how cool she is. I mean, there's a lot not of understanding. Not understanding that showing him as a badass and doing all that shit could help build her character by going, yeah. she was inspired to be as good as him, if not better. Yeah, but I was going Because through... she had a legacy to uphold. Yeah. I was looking through, like, there's so many things they can't do, which is crazy. Like, it's just huge. Like, they can't touch. It's, like, so much shit. Like, well, it, about 80% of... How... Yeah, 80% of the Cimarillion they can't they touch. They had respect for Amazon. They didn't think oh. Amazon would do it right. Well, no, like I said, Christopher uh, Tolkien hated the Peter Jackson movies. Completely fucking hated them. Yeah, but, them. dude, that, the, I think his hatred of those movies is incredibly <clears throat> shallow. Because yeah. if you read, if you read, for example, if you read the Lord of the Rings, the first Lord of the Rings book, they had, they cut out, yes, they cut out a spot. They cut yeah. out Tom uh, Bombadil or whatever. Yeah, I know, I know. Because he couldn't fit, they couldn't fit 
what was effectively half a movie into well, it's, there it's not yeah but it, tom bombadil's story is not exactly essential to the whole big thing exactly <laughs> but that's probably why he had his panties in a twist and it's just like dude they they literally could i've read that book that is the first half of the goddamn book yeah you cannot <laughs> fit that plus everything else in one two hour three hour movie yeah i'm sorry all like, right, the all right if you all read right, those that's books that's enough that's enough <laughs> jesus christ it's gone long too long <laughs> Uh, what have you been watching, Bazinga? I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh. I know I started watching the new Thor because it's on Disney Plus now. Oh, but God. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I steer clear of that immediately. I haven't seen half of those movies. That dumpster garbage bullshit. Dude, I heard, I heard the Doctor Strange was bad, too. No, that was good. A lot no, of I, heard he, I heard he was a passenger. The whole movie was about Scarlet Witch and fucking... America Chavez, the worst fucking hero ever. Yeah. Eh, not really. I just didn't like. I, I, wanted, I wanted more multiverse. More, yeah, more multiverse. Yeah. Well, you want more multiverse? You watch everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, I saw there, that too. Yeah. There you go. That's, and that's your multiverse. Yeah. That is the best movie. Dude, of if the you year. want more multiverse, you don't watch multiverse. You watch good anime and move along. <laughs> all right oh man attack anyway. on titan is one of the best things written in the past 15 years yeah. It, yeah. It's, so is vinland saga vinland saga is holy crap Meh. new season coming soon yeah i uh i i i so far it really does from that trailer it looks like they are sticking like straight to the manga which is awesome because there's some scenes in the manga i can't wait to see uh in the anime dude so. they announced the new one punch man too oh my god don't that oh that's funny What's oh. Okay. So let's get into this first topic. So Spotify, what do y'all execs say? The company will begin testing audiobooks very soon. Um, and the Spotify, yeah, the CFO, uh, Paul Voyager, Bojel, 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 anyway. <laughs> anyway, whatever how you say his name. Paul. Oh. Anyway. It's like Vogel. Uh, Vogel. If I can't understand your name, I don't respect it enough to, t- anyway, to say it right. So they'll be testing audiobooks very soon. So in a brief summary, because it's actually fairly long. Um, he basically said that um, just like when they got into podcasting, they they knew that nobody is going to tune into on Spotify unless they could make the platform, the user interface simplistic enough so people would want to use Spotify to listen to their podcasts. Okay, so they had to breach that huddle hurdle, mm-hmm. which I don't think they've done yet. Anyway, that's a whole other discussion. Um, Even though they're partially are, they are our spot. They are our hosts. Yes, but I still use I like I personally use myself for listening to my podcast. I use Podcast Attic, and we don't show up on that. No, we do. Oh, we do. Right. Yeah. Uh, podcast Attic. Like, there's a, like there's a lot of these other oddballs like apps that are out there for podcasts that grab from everywhere. So if there's a podcast you're looking for, um, those other oddball apps are most likely going to find. If you're just using Spotify, there's a chance a good portion of, like the podcast you're not going to find because they're not on Spotify. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why it's not a wise choice. Um, like, and they're trying to get an audiobooks and they said, yeah, they'll start rolling out when they have a better user interface and better agreement and stuff like that with authors. And they said they want to be helpful in promoting like, like small authors and stuff like that to get their name out there. That's great. That's awesome. Uh, but the problem, there's been already a few competitors with audiobooks already, and they don't do that well. Um, the reason why is because I, um, oh yeah. Audible in general was already big. And then they got bought by Amazon like 10 years ago, 
seven years ago, something like that. Mm -hmm. And now they have so much money, it's just silly. They own every publishing company pretty much known to mankind, I think, almost. <laughs> so, and they have the best narrators in the business. Um, so, like, to compete with that is a whole, like... That like I don't I just like if I was at the board meeting for Spotify, I'd be like, it's a great idea and I think it's cool. Maybe if you just make it for like people just just starting out authors and we'll help you get your audiobook up. Maybe that will be a thing. But there's no way we're competing with Audible. Mm. There's really no way. The, you're talking you're talking about going against a conglomerate like a giant. Like and the fact that it costs money. It costs a lot of money to make an audiobook. And where are they gonna get their audiobooks from? Spotify. Well, no, they said they're going to work with authors and stuff like that and small authors and uh, small publishing uh, companies, stuff like that, too. Yeah, like the. Mm. But can, now, can can you do. Can they sell on both? Or has it got to be one or the other? It depends on the contract. Uh, um, and I know from a lot of people that, do, that I do know authors that have published on Amazon and their contract is very stipulated. Like, you're only on Amazon. You, that's it. Yeah you were only allowed on Amazon. Um, so it's very, very strict. Um, so that's the, that's the thing. Um, and Spotify, I mean, it's, it, it's cool, but there's no way, like it costs a lot. Like you got to pay somebody to read that book for one. And you have to have a guy that's actually good at narrating. Um, like <clears throat> I want a game that I can get involved in and keep playing like Dungeons and like, Dragons. Well, like Is that good. Like, <laughs> I would say, because I listen to a lot of fantasy novels, like on Audible, and the one guy who does a lot of me does an absolutely amazing job, and it's cool that he's the actually... Guy who do, the guy who does, um, what the fuck's it called? Stormlight. I don't even Kramer? know, because I read, I don't even know, because I don't, I've read those, but I didn't read, I didn't listen to the... The audio. guy who does real time! Oh, okay, yeah, 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 who did the real time yeah. audiobooks? Yeah, he's really good. Um, but I would say the best he's in the... the best, period. The best in the industry... Is Nick Podell? No, it's Nick. It's the guy who does Nick, real time. Nick Podell is fucking great. He uh, has been doing no, it. No, it's the guy who does real time. He started uh, <laughs> a little over ten years ago, and he now has like there's so many fantasy auth like fantasy authors now have gone to him um, that have switched over, and they're absolutely like great. Yeah, good for that. He's um, still the guy who does real time. He is, he is such a great. <laughs> he is such a great narrator so you really do have to have a good narrator too and that's the thing that bugs me i think it was cool that they did the wheel of time audiobook for they did versions with uh what's her face um it was him and his wife no no i'm talking about they did newer versions of the audiobook recently with uh what's her face good for them that played the what's her face not uh, as good as uh, the original that played uh the what's her name pike anyway she redid the audiobooks by herself i guess it was some big promotional thing. They she's done like two of them so far, I guess. Um, but they're only okay. the The original people that did the audiobooks for Wheel of Time, there's you're not getting much better than that. They did oh, an because absolute, they are the best. The, the only time, the only way they're getting better than that is if um, the other people, the uh, the other audiobook company, which is now actually owned by Audible. Um, the now, that, literally, there's no way you're getting better. Can you move on? Like I'm telling you. The second you hear his voice, you're hooked. That's how good his voice is for that book. Unless you listen to a Doctor Who one. Where well, no, acted, no, that's what I mean. Where they acted out. Um, the other... The, somehow. Yeah. audio form. No, that's what I'm talking about. The other ones, which is... Uh, it's funny because I can't... Why the hell do I think of his damn name? 
the guy who did the Wheel of Time books. I can't think of his damn name. I'll have to look at it real quick. So how's the uh, the video thing working on Spotify? That, well, that works out great. So our podcast, as of last week, our first episode, uh, is the video you can see. Uh, well, yeah. The first episode was video. Cool. So does it show how many views it's got or anything? Uh, well, in general, it shows it like, but it doesn't show mm-hmm. just on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's yeah, it's neat and it's cool that they offer it for free. Yeah, for now. For well, uh, I think it'll be for free for most of. Um, was it? Yeah, Michael Kramer and yeah. Kate Kate Redding, um, also known as God. No, but like uh, Michael Kramer. Um, so, like I was saying with the audio, the other audio versions I have, I have actual audio versions of the Stormlight Archives. Actually, I listened to the first book from the other one that does like the I forget what the heck they call it. It's called something else. Anyway, it's like a full production. But he actually is involved with the. He does the background. Uh, Michael Kramer does the background narration, and then they have all actors playing the PV, POV versions when they actually when the person's actually saying something in the book. They have other actors. Oh, because saying he's so points. great. Who cares? Um, and then they have Michael Kramer doing the background narration. It's absolutely great because it's like he can do the overall booming like voice of like what's going on, and then you have other people that are actually like a young guy who's actually doing Kaladin, and it's it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I don't know how you guys could pay attention to that shit uh, while working. It just makes no sense to me. Uh, I'd have to be sitting there listening, stocking and breaking boxes open. And stuff. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah, but I'm concentrating I'm, on I doing that. <laughs> like no bosses bother me at all. They don't. Uh, I don't same thing. I could be in the cooler breaking out a truck. I would not be able to pay attention. I'd have to rewind it like seventeen times because I'd be like, <laughs> "Oh crap! I gotta print this." Oh. Uh, anyway, so what you're saying is you have like damage. I can listen. <laughs> I can listen to music and all. I just I, can't, I I don't have time to pay attention to this when I'm trying to do other crap. Doesn't work for me. Ugh. I can I, I get like Got it. I if I don't have like my if I get my if I forget my ear pods <laughs> like I get like flustered I'm like oh my god I cannot deal with this place like this is not how I want to spend my day <laughs> I want to tune this place out as much as I can because <laughs> I fucking hate it anyway <laughs> um so let's get into AMD so AMD obviously we had uh, the Computex we had the premiere of the Ryzen 7000 series and now we have the launch of the 7950X uh, and more coming September 27th. Uh, together, advanced the PC1 live stream presentation that wrapped up this moments ago. Uh, AMD CEO, uh, Dr. Lisa Su, uh, set the stage for release of generations on AMD Ryzen desktop CPUs building out of AMD Ryzen 7000 announcement back on Computex. Yes, I said that. Um, so we got the launch uh, plans for the first family of Zen 4 architecture-based CPUs. We'll see uh, kick things off with the uh, essential focus chips uh, topping out at 16 cores with uh, Ryzen 9 7950X. Uh, AMD Ryzen 7000 chips will be launching in just over four weeks uh, in time September 27th uh, with AMD expecting to handily, which I actually might try to just, I'm not going to build a whole PC, but if I can get like, it'll, like when they first launch, the price is usually not that bad. Just get the CPU, oh. <laughs> um, which I might do. Uh, Driving AT gains this newest uh, generation of desktop CPUs is a combination of the architecture um, information improvements um, underpinning the Zen 4 architecture as well as moving production of the CPU's core chipset to TCMC leading edge 5 nanometer processors. 
that's insane. I'm gonna jump before I have to interrupt you on something heavy, dude. Okay. I'll catch you guys this weekend. Uh, the <laughs> combination of which allow the AMD deliver what they are saying is now a 13% increase in IPC over their year over their Zen 3 architecture, up from 11% uh, claims at Computex, which is crazy because that's only like a few weeks, like what a month ago, a few months ago. Um, as well as a stable increase in CPU clock the clock speeds. Um, the top end Ryzen 9 7950X will have a maximum turbo clocking of 5.7 gigahertz, uh, 1800 megahertz, uh, 60% higher. Uh, the equivalent of the Ryzen 9 the 5950X uh, as a result and expect to deliver a 29% generational increase in single threaded performance. That's a big deal. That's huge. Um... So, yeah, that's holy shit. <laughs> um, and obviously everybody knows. So, um, they've switched back to a uh, land grid array. What's that? So the pins are on the board and not the chip on the chip anymore. The way Intel's always made theirs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so for years. So now then, so it's a new board then. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's completely new. Anyway. So, so for years, um, What's this? Chi what's the chipset called? It's Zen Four. M Four. Zen Four. Zen Four. AM Five. I think. Oh, it's AM Five. AM Five. That's an, yeah, because it's been AM Four for a while. Because they were trying to make all the Zen ones the same motherboard, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This will be AM Five. Um. So, anyway, yeah. So, the so for years everybody didn't know. For years, AMD and Intel, everything was the pins were on the actual chip. And then they changed over to Intel, switched over to a land grid array because they needed more pins. They needed more spots, basically, um, because that's how they were actually getting more performance out of it. Um, AMD was still pushing forward. Granted, they have their they had their down spot during like the FX period and stuff like that. They weren't actually doing as great compared to Intel. But now they're, well, they've done, depending on who you look at and like what benchmarks you look at, they outperformed them during most of the Zen three architecture period, but now to get more performance, uh, just like Intel did, they're switching to a land grid away because they need basically more pins. They need more uh, to grab all that. That's a big chip. Yeah, it's thick. I like it. Looks cool too. It's a it's yeah, it's a cool plate too on it. It's, yeah. it's neat. It's different. Um, so um, anyway. So, yeah, with this um, new chip, they are easily, like, this isn't, like, joking, like, going to, like, easily stomp Intel. They are going to stomp Intel. <laughs> like, between, like, how much it costs them to, they're going to be able to sell it for compared to what Intel sells it for. Like, for instance, like, the Ryzen 9 7950 is going to be $700. The top Intel chips are usually close to, like, $1,200. So, and it's down to like the Ryzen 5 7600, uh, $300. And that's a 4.7 gigahertz, 5.3 turbo, 6 megabyte L2 cache, 3 to 32 megabyte uh, L3 cache, uh, and a TDP of 105. Like, holy crap. That's, that's a great fucking chip for the price. Holy shit. Even the, even the, on the motherboard, the, it looks cool. Yeah. 
Look at that. Which one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I guess that, that helps with heat, huh? Yes. Yes. It's all around performance and heat distribution. And yeah, it's 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 pretty remarkable. They Jesus, really that motherboard is diesel. Like ever since like Sue has really like like she was one of the big components of like really went to the ever since like Zen architecture pushed, like they've been just slowly barreling themselves ahead of Intel. And I hope Intel is off freaking as a comeback in some way. Yeah, we'll see. Something up their sleeve. Especially like like the TDP is like even way less than Intel's um, chips. Like people don't want a furnace. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to possibly just buy one of these chips when they launch because they're going to be. I've I've literally been waiting two years for a new to build a new computer or buy a new computer. Yeah, but you know the pandemic happened. <laughs> well, yeah. looks like you may have to go MD. Maybe. <laughs> say, I'm still waiting to see what the 4080 is all about. That they well, that's to, not that's Nvidia, but yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, because um, they I read they the 20th is when they have an announcement uh. or some kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because I think my graphics card is dying, but I'm not sure because like <laughs> I'll, it it only happens on certain games. Okay, like I can play the hell out of Modern Warfare, or you know, Warzone and stuff, but when I play PUBG, Super People, Naraka Blade, the screen just shuts off and then turns back on. Hmm. Like several times during a match. And I'm like, I mean, you can always like completely remove all your graphics drivers and re reinstall them. Make sure you use a program to actually remove them, though. I could try that because it's just weird. Yeah. But I do get like once in a while like a screen flicker in the middle but of the screen. I don't know how much garbage is going on in your registry either, though. Because yeah. you haven't reinstalled, like, you've had that no. same install of Windows for, like, a long time. Yeah. So, I don't know how much garbage is going on. <laughs> probably a lot. <laughs> There's probably a lot. But I don't do much with the computer to begin with. Yeah, but still, though. Well, I wouldn't say you don't do a lot, because we do this podcast every week for just two hours. Well, yeah, but I, we like, stream, that's all we I do, use, yeah. <laughs> But that's all I use it for. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't watch YouTube all the time. I don't do a lot of research or go into websites or anything like that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, the, I just turn it on. What once or twice a week, so. Mm. But yeah, I hope yeah Intel better have an answer. Yeah, I'd like to see what they have. Now, the answer, yeah, because this is going to be incredible. And are, the question is, are they going to call it the thirteen, or are they going to skip thirteen, or call it? Oh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, because you know, 13, yeah, companies like to skip thirteen for some reason. Yeah. I have no idea. Like, Let's, why are we so superstitious? Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, big announcement for you uh, iPhone lovers. Yes. Well, Apple lovers. Don't get me wrong. He has an iPad. I have my MacBook. I just I just haven't been, like, some days I'm like, man, I just wish I had an iPhone because they just work with everything. Like, they're compatible with everything. Google works with everything. Not including everything. Including the iPad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, YouTube works on the iPad. Yeah. Well, I mean, all my stuff is synced up through Google, from my phone to this to even oh. my Linux freaking laptop. Oh, yeah? It's nice. synced up through Google. Hmm. Uh, through what? What do you mean? You can still run all the Google Docs. You can run oh, yeah, Drive. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can run no, all that, that stuff yeah, yeah. from, you know what I mean, anything. But uh, I don't know. I just I still like the the use of Android now. 
Yeah. Like since I've started went back, because it's just a I don't know the customization. Like I like to have my home screen the way I want to have my home screen, not this everything snaps to one place until they move that you know i do and like... it's something simple too just let me push it where i want it on the screen although the one thing they did do is very inventive though the the little notch they actually utilized it in the newest phone which is kind of cool yeah it's like a, that's a actually kind of shape yeah and it actually expands and contracts and has info in it and yeah, everything yeah it's like that. really cool it's actually pretty neat they actually yeah. are like well we can't get rid of it what can else can we do yeah even though there's phones that have the uh under Oh yeah, that has, has a screen that comes over it. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. And then they got they have another phone that came out where the uh the the paint on it. Where my phone go? I know, you know what, yeah. Like the back, the paint on the back, it's like heat sensitive. Yeah, and like it comes with a stencil, and you can like paint a ship on it. But you know, it goes away once it warms up. Well, yeah, once it warms up, yeah. But uh, anywho, so they got the new phone. This is their new. I don't know screensaver or whatever you know wallpaper that they have they always have cool looking wallpapers on these phones not just iphone but like android and stuff like that and then you like never use them because you're like I'm good. well no one's gonna use that yeah <laughs> but they look cool um so they have uh a bunch of stuff they got their uh the apple watch that's a like a bigger one i guess the phone like connects to a satellite if you get into a car accident and stuff like that and mm-hmm. you get it free for two years but i don't think they announce anything else but uh it's the iphone 14 they have a bigger iphone 14 plus sec 6.7 inch screen aside from a bigger screen the design is essentially identical to last year's iphone 13 uh and then the camera has always got the biggest upgrades which nobody has like until now i don't know what it is now but like my my phone has like the best camera i've seen on phones Oh, your Samsung, yeah. Yeah, the the Note 20. Because mm. uh, even the, like, like the S22 had basically the same specs. This yeah. S22 Ultra that has the, the stylus, I was like, um, well, there's no point Well, the one there. thing that they are doing, this camera, actually, the camera on this iPhone does something. Motion tracking or whatever. Well, it does motion tracking, but it does something to actually improve low light. Oh, does it? So, what they're doing on the sensor, so for the pixels, they, to gain more light into one pixel, they combine four pixels into one pixel. So, they can capture more light. The definition isn't as good, but the picture is more vibrant for low light. All right. So, it's a lower res image, but it's actually, you can see the image. Uh, they added always on screen. Yes. Which I have, I, I, you can turn it on and off on this phone. I have it set for like at midnight, it turns on, so there's a clock. So when I roll over in bed, I can just look over and see what oh. time it is. And then it turns off at like seven in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, uh, the refresh rate drops to one hertz, and then the screen dims. That's kind of neat because you're not using it, you just want to see it. It lets you see notifications and widgets from the new lock screen in iOS 16. <laughs> That's good. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to go back yet. It's been a while. I haven't had it's an iPhone. It's been a while. I haven't had an iPhone since the 5. It's been a long time. Uh, Ever since they fixed their... Uh, Google fixed their... Uh, the slowness. The scroll oh, speed. Yeah. Oh, it was awful. It was so laggy. It was, I was like, what is this? It's terrible. Um, the notch has been replaced with a circular cutout that Apple calls the Dynamic Island. Yeah. 
D- Dynamic Island. It's just silly. It's a silly <laughs> name, but it's a cool idea. I do give him props for actually. Yeah, rather uh, than leaving this a blank hole, the front-facing camera and face detection system, this uh, area will work alongside the iOS 16 to provide a quick view at background processes running on your phone, like timers, direct directions, face ID, music playback. Uh, we haven't really seen it in action yet, they say. Um, the iPhone 14 Pro has a 48-megapixel quad sensor for main camera lens, uh, it'll combine, yeah, like you said, the four pixels into one ultra-sized pixel mm-hmm. to make it. It will be a resolution around 12 megapixels. Yes. Um, you can also use two-time telephoto zoom. That's it. With with no loss in quality. In the middle of 12 megapixels. I got. I think I got a five. Yeah. Um, and then there's the ultra-wide camera, front-facing camera. Oh, they're new. Oh, also new. Yeah, there's the foc- autofocus on the front-facing camera. You didn't have autofocus before? No. What? I, I don't believe so. What? It had to have. No. No way. No. I don't know if your Samsung did, but I'm pretty sure the iPhone did. No, I know, I know. I'm just like, what? This is a an older phone. Why? Would... Yeah. I, that's weird. Most front-facing cameras on 90% of phones is only a handful. Hand, like like a hand like breath away that's where the focus is focus and that's it it's a hard focus like the uh, phone that like the work front phone. facing camera on most phones yeah are, it's a hard focus huh you wow. can't change it like like a like a like a gopro yeah hmm yeah no i have autofocus oh. uh the pro max started 99 1099 respectively it's really not that bad like i'm kind of surprised they're not like 1500 dollars. it's true like the folds <laughs> no they're 18 yeah. Well, the the big one. Steve just got. Well, the big ones are. Steve just got one. Steve? Steve from the deli. He's got a Samsung Fold. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. And then there's the uh, the new Series 8 watch, which is like, what, $800? That's, yeah. That's a little. Just, that's a little much for a freaking watch. Yeah. Holy I, shit. Like, they, I don't know how the lifespan on these, but my, I've had my watch for, what, three years now? It looks like they're trying to promote them as durable this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how durable they are. But, um, I mean, sure. Minor tweak to the existing uh, watch format. Uh, the main new hardware features are temperature sensor and... Two new accelerometers that work with the watch's existing sensors to detect car crashes. Yeah, there's all kinds of sensors on these things this year. It's like super, like the super for the. What super, if we could just go like this for the super worry awards <laughs> that worry about every little thing in their life? There you go. Here, there, here here's a watch for you. Jesus. <laughs> if you use temperature sensors or overnight, women can get estimates about when they're expected to ovulate. <laughs> I don't wear my watch to bed. I take it off. <laughs> It's it's I don't know it needs a charge. Uh, um, Apple says you just put your hand on the charger. It's getting low power mode. What? It doesn't have a low power mode. <laughs> Apparently not. Something just like it's just weird because like my watch has low power mode and I that's a that's like a five year old watch. Yeah, it's a it's a Samsung, but uh, Apple says it should expend battery light uh, battery life. 18 hours to 36 hours hmm. without turning it off. Um, it also has all on, always on display features like automatic workout and stuff like that. It is weird when like 
when I'm running around at work, it always says, workout started. Oh, workout done. Oh, workout started. It just keeps going on and off saying, damn, you're moving around. Um, and also, did you know that I didn't know this about how those sensors work? So the reason why some people say, oh, you've climbed 20 stairs today. Uh-huh. The reason why is because it, it detects whether you're going upstairs or downstairs by atmospheric pressure. So if the atmospheric pressure, especially we're on the coast, atmospheric pressure can change fairly uh-huh. frequently. So you can get that alert and it doesn't mean anything because the atmospheric pressure changed, but you didn't walk up any stairs because it actually did change. The funny thing is when I, when I was, uh, went to the gym and used an elliptical, mm-hmm. it knew I was on an elliptical. It was really weird. It was like, oh, you just did this much on a little. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> when when I'm uh, unloading a truck with the, the electric jack, it says, you just rode your bike. <laughs> what like, the hell? Man, I must have moving pretty fast. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, there's a new AirPods Pro. Yes, and for some reason, they're charging with the lightning cable. Why? They didn't before? Well, no, but people were expecting, like, this year, okay, it's going to be USB-C. Uh, even the phones? No, the, I think the phones are switching over to C. I, I don't remember it said it, but I think the phones are supposed to be switching over to C. Just like the newer iPads last year switched over to C. Yeah, I know that. Um, but a lot, I know I saw another article. People are pissed that this did not go to USB-C. That would have made sense. Yeah. Hmm. But there ain't no big, giant upgrades for the AirPods, though, really. Uh, 30 hours total with charging case. Uh, which is obviously with charging case. Uh, the new H2 chip, meanwhile, offers two times the noise cancellation performance as original AirPods Pro. Okay. Yeah, and six hours per charge, which is like average, actually. Actually, no. My, six, six hours? Six hours. Actually, no. Mine are oh, better. per charge. Per charge. My uh, AirPods. What do you have? I have uh, Skull Candy. Uh-huh. Those are the ones I mainly use right now, which are only like forty bucks. They're super. They're fairly cheap. I want to uh, get some. But they just don't stay in my ears. I yeah, lose they're, them. They're, they're fairly cheap. Um, forty bucks, and they're ten hours per year. Before charging, before throwing them in the charger. Yeah. Does yours um, have a charging case, or do you have to charge? Mine's charging case. Um, <clears throat> and Raycons are around ten hours, I think, too. I hear they're okay. The Raycons, they're not the best. <clears throat> But yeah, they're they're decent though. But yeah, I think but they're, so, se- they're like what seventy bucks. Yeah, so six hours is kind of eh, Apple. What are you doing? You put a better battery in that. But the one thing that our people are pissed at are that the the AirPods are not fixable at all. That's the one thing. How are you gonna fix them? They're so damn small. Well, no, the reason why is because how much you're paying for it. How much are they? AirPods Two- are like two hundred some odd dollars. Two forty nine. Yeah. So that's the big thing why the uh right to repair people are pissed because it's like if you want me to pay that much for something, give me the ability to repair it. But how would you repair something like that? Well that's the thing, they don't they they're in you can't. You can't repair them. Yeah, but what name a headphone that you can repair. There are some out there that you actually can fairly repair. <laughs> um for the uh AirPods. Uh, not AirPods, but I mean, earbuds. in earbuds, yeah. um, there are some you can repair. It's very rare, but their point is, if you're charging that much for them, they should be repairable. Yeah, I mean, well, I understand. And it really wouldn't be that hard. Like, say if they made it so the bo- like so that bottom piece that comes down, that's the battery. Uh huh. Um, okay. If they made that so that unscrewed, because the thing is that one thing. If anybody's, because I've had plenty of pairs of AirPods, well, earbuds wireless earbuds and the batteries do die eventually 
Mm-hmm. They, you know what I mean? Especially if you use them off. I use mine pretty often. Yeah. Um, if they just made that so that unscrewed and came off and you could just buy a new battery and screw it back on. That would be one easy way. And if they made it so the front uh, driver unscrewed from where the it was in the ear, they made that front piece turn and unscrew and pull the whole driver out as one, there you go. Now you can replace the driver. But no, they don't. These things are impossible to remember. They'd have to have them maybe reverse threaded or something. Yeah. Now, because stuff just unscrews on its own. It Yeah, it does. Hell, my double bass pedal, my drums, I was a <laughs> freaking fix. <laughs> Um, but there is ways to do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and the same thing with the case. The case is impossible to replace the battery too, which they could easily do that. I have, so I've had, uh, I had J-Lab ones I used for years uh, before I have the ones I have now. And the battery um, actually stopped working one day and I thought the battery was dead. And I was like, what the hell? This is so weird. So I actually, it had two clips where it comes apart and it's actually about the same size as the, I, uh, the iPod ones. And all it is is one of the wires came unsoldered. Oh. I've resoldered it, put it back together. Boom, it's working again. Hmm. Problem solved. But yeah, you can make these things repairable, people. So yeah, iPhone 14, everybody. It didn't say <clears> anything <throat> about USB-C or not. So no. I got to look that up. Um, so, really quick, we're going to get into, so Netflix has revealed the trailer for a movie that came out a long time ago, which was originally a book from 1923, I believe. Um, actually, it's it's in a super acclaimed book, even to today's standards. It's a great book. Uh, All Quiet on the uh, Western Front, <clears throat> uh, which is a movie, it's going to be a Netflix movie about uh, World War One. which the trailer, the cinematics look incredible. They look right up there with 1917. Um, which was an absolute astounding movie. Holy shit. That was probably one of the most incredible movies I've ever watched. Um, and so the feature uh, from 19, yeah, 28, uh, book of the same name, the German novelist, uh, Eric Maria Ramorik, Ramorak, Ramuk, I don't know. Anyway, All Quiet on the Western Front tells the story of a German soldier, uh, Paul Bonar, Paul Bonir, Paul Bani, Paul Bamor, Bemur, Bimur. Anyway, these are names. Uh, who, along his uh, classmates from school, voluntarily joined the Imperial German Army to fight World War One while fighting alongside a group of fellow German soldiers on the Western Front? Uh, Bonar learns that the uh, front of the horrors of war, uh, comrades are pushing to their uh, physical limits and mental limits. Yeah, so basically, being exposed and a lot of people exposed, like to World War One was terrible. Like a lot yeah, of people were exposed about... how bad war was. Yeah. Um, and it was just terrible. It was like one of those wars that was just useless. There was no reason for that war. It was just silly. It was Is like that what 1917 was. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was a really good movie. Uh, the, the, those scenes, though, the cinematography oh was incredible, nonstop, just and the, nonstop. And the fact that it, it's filmed like it's one shot, but it's actually not. But it looks like one shot. Yeah. They get so inventive with their cuts. It's incredible. Um, and because they had only film when it was cloudy out. So I had to stop production for weather change. I, I, yeah, <laughs> iPhone 14, lightning. Oh, it is lightning. Yeah. No, yeah. no USB-C yet. Well, it looks, well, looks like I won't be getting the iPhone. No. They only have so long to comply in Europe, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing, too, that pissed me off. The iPhone 14 in America is not going to have a SIM card tray. Oh, yeah. they got It's an eSIM. Yeah. Which uh, A lot of people are going to get pissed about that because a lot of people travel with their phones. Mm-hmm. And they change out SIM cards. So, and you, I wish we could get like 
uh, Universal ones. Yes. Like from another country type thing? Yeah. Well, you can. I've bought international models. You can. Oh, yeah. They have, a lot of them have the same antenna as we do. Mm. So, yeah. You, just, you have to have pay attention. You have to look at the documentation yeah, yeah, yeah. to find out what frequency the antenna is in it. Yeah, because I, so. I was trying to find a phone for someone. And I'm like, oh, you, know, you don't want that one. That's definitely not going to work for you. Yeah. But you can look up you can look up the frequencies for antennas in America for AT&T, for T-Mobile, and see if it'll actually work. So, mm. yeah. There is ways to do that. But, yeah. Um, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. Any of you editors out there that listen to this podcast, I'm sure there's not many of you. But if you want to know how to make good cuts, watch the making of 1917. Holy shit. <laughs> they are incredible. How did they make the cuts without cutting? Um, anytime you see, like, them go by a pole or a tree, that's a cut. Oh. oh, so they go the, the and you don't tell you can't tell because it's yeah. the same thing. It looks like the same scene. So they mask them together or whatever. Yeah, they mask them together. Um, and they sh- like they said, if the weather changed at all, um, at all, if it became even slightly sunny out or something or started raining, couldn't film. They just stopped production, halted it all together, mm. and waited till it got cloudy again. It's this incredible. Lo- this looks like a a sequel from another side. Kind of, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, the World War One was terrible. Like, holy crap. Yeah, World War Two, and there's a lot of tragedy. Uh, but there, it, World War Two was kind of like, it was, seemed like there was lines around. These are good guys. These are bad guys. World War One, it wasn't. It was like, we're fighting because our allies fighting. We're fighting. And the next guy's like, we're fighting because our allies fighting. And the other guy's like, we're fighting because our allies fighting. It's, it, it was just stupid. Mm. It was like a bar fight. <laughs> well, the stupidest wars we ever fought. Oh, it was all started from one guy getting assassinated. Like, oh, well, anyway, <laughs> the stupidity of human, the human race. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, absolutely. I can't wait to watch this movie. It's going to be incredible. Um, and if you haven't seen 1917, don't watch 1917. Jesus Christ. Um, and for you Call of Duty people, developers out there, don't get any damn ideas. We don't want a World War One game? No, we don't want a World War Two game either. <laughs> You've done too many of those. Also, you made Vanguard, which was worse than your World War Two game that you made. Like I don't even know how you did that, but you did it. Well, World War Two was good. Well, that's what I mean. Wearing Vanguard was worse. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what did you do here? Um. Ugh. So, and granted, I think like Battlefield had the right idea. Futuristic game. Horrible development. <laughs> Great idea, but you didn't follow through. Nope. Ugh. Um, and then they, what they need to do is make a sequel to the other one, the futuristic battlefield. Uh, what the hell was that one called? Uh, 2142, I think it was. Oh, the one from like 15 years ago? Yeah. It was like 2142? Yeah. They need like to make a sequel to that. Yeah. What was that the would one? be cool. 2042? Yeah, it was twenty forty two. Yeah, it was <laughs> because the original was nineteen forty two. Yeah, the the thing with the old the old the funny thing is you know the old battlefield games didn't have campaigns. It was just the campaign was multiplayer without the multiplayer. Well, yeah, the the original didn't add a very very small campaign. The original battlefield it wasn't nothing. Yeah. They were mostly just the bat, like it, it, it was all around the battlefield. Yeah, yeah, battlefield too the same way, but it looked great on the 360. Oh, it looks so good. Oh, I'm not about the. I'm talking about Battlefield 1942. No, no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> the the battlefield. Battlefield it didn't look great, but it was fun. It was a new idea. 
Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Like you could grab a plane, you could grab a tank, you could grab a bike, you could grab a jeep, you could grab. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was also kind of fun. They came out with a uh, a web based battlefield. Oh, ways back. It was cartoony though. Do you remember that? I'm trying to think. Besides, like, completely accurate battle simulator. <laughs> no, no, no. It was Battlefield. It was. Uh, I played it once in a while. It was. It was. It but was, it was cartoony. Yeah. I don't even know. I can't think of anything that would fun, that would have that style, that conquest style. I can't think of anything. Oh, that's gonna drive me crazy now. But uh, yeah, there was a Battlefield online. But there are a couple, like, fairly realistic, uh, like, Hell Let Loose. If you want to play a World War II game, go play Hell Let Loose. It's, the graphics aren't super great, but the, it's accurate. It's really good. So go check that out if you want to play a game like that. But anyway, this has been the Talking Gaming and Tech Podcast. We will be back in two weeks. More news, more tech stuff. We'll have a video coming out soon uh, for YouTube. Nice to get to it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely keep a lookout. YouTube.com slash Media. Go check out that. Our, all our videos um we've really cut down on some of the videos we got rid of a lot of the garbage recently um but yeah go check out all our videos they're great i'm sure you're gonna get amused with some of the stuff on there especially our our wonderful water-cooled wi-fi repeater <laughs> um battlefield heroes oh okay yeah so go check that out and obviously we dd live stream every other week um twitch.tv slash tech media so make sure to join us and we'll be back so until then, for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, check out some Tech Prime Media. We will see you next time.